about movie movies. My name is Garrett Smith. My name is Dan Scully. And uh, we are joined today by a couple of very special guests. We, uh, for maybe the first, no, not the first time, we've done some best of lists and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, we didn't watch a movie today. Mm-mm. We didn't watch anything because we're here to talk about a movie that uh, has not been released yet, I don't believe. Uh, or even finished being filmed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. This is a movie that we've talked about. We have talked about it on the show we before. We have had one of the stars uh, of the movie yes, here. We did, uh, you can go back and find our episode on The Exorcist. I forget which number that is. It's probably within the last 10, 15 episodes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a review of The Exorcist with uh, Joe Pincushion, as she likes to be called, uh, who is a uh, local Philadelphia personality. She's an actress, a podcaster. She does all kinds of stuff around Philly. Uh, and she is one of the stars of the film American Exorcist. Correct. And we have uh, John and Tony. Who? Uh, what roles did you guys serve on the movie actually uh, well, we are co-directors uh-huh. <laughs> and you have, do you have to say it at the same time every time contractually obligated Contract- <laughs> yeah yeah tell us about the contract process for an independently made film <laughs> well it starts with an LLC okay right right uh, so yeah, uh, we're we're really excited to have you guys on. I, I, I think Dan and I are both uh, you know huge movie fans, and and more so we get no. into the. Uh, <laughs> I, I personally no. get really interested in the the you know just the making you know the filmmaking aspects of film. We talk a lot on on our show, not just about like hey did this movie work for me or not, but like you know what what I don't know all you know what did set dressing and and costumes and makeup and just how you know we Production. the show is called movie yeah, movie yeah. because we think the best movies are movie movies movies that take advantage of the fact that they are a movie. Cur- you yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, we, so uh, we're very interested in what goes into uh, sort of putting together one of those productions, uh, especially when you're not funded by a studio <laughs> of any kind and you need to put it together <laughs> yourself or funded at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here, well, right? Yeah. We're trying yeah. to get some get some uh, cash together. Yeah. yeah, we ran a Kickstarter a couple of months ago while we were in production for the bulk of the movie. We shot American Exorcist in February. We have a few more pickup days left and some post-production, a lot of post-production. So we're running a GoFundMe campaign at AmericanExorcistMovie.com. Awesome. Right on, right uh, on. We'll link to that. Uh, yeah, we can, quote we can put that in the show notes, notes yeah. for sure. Well, we, we made a movie a couple years ago called Alpha Girls. It was a oh, yes. sorority slasher movie. Mm-hmm. I think we gave uh, away a copy of Alpha Girls at our live show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we made that a few years ago. and um, how did we, What was that experience like, like as far as releasing something that you had made and, and uh, like w- any kind of return on that other than just we made a movie and people can see it now? Like. Um, all of the above. I mean, <laughs> we, uh, we made our money back so we could do it again. Yeah. You did. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and how did you make that money back? Was it off, like streaming, uh, DVD sales? Streaming like um, and DVD sales. We yeah. did a lot of um, it's VOD. Mm-hmm. Through, so through like uh, like Amazon's streaming. Yeah. Uh, iTunes. iTunes streaming. Uh, Comcast. Comcast on demand. Yeah. We, we don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> 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 so we don't we don't we don't speak about the enemy. <laughs> The yeah, one well, who shall not be named. Um, yeah, yeah. A bunch of streaming services host the film, and you know we make like make like a penny off of each one, right? You know, and eventually you sell that many, and it comes back. Uh, um, and then we were able to make another one, which is really that awesome. is really exciting. And so, what uh, how, did you have to like? How did you get a distribution deal? Did you go to each service individually? We, no. Uh, we, we we went on tour. We went on tour, um, and we we, <laughs> we met our agent on Reddit. 
Oh, oh wow. Place. Yeah. yeah. On, uh, <laughs> on, on the agency uh, subreddit. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> filmmakers going wild. Um, no, we met on the uh, filmmaker subreddit, and uh, we were planning this tour. We were showing the movie everywhere we can show it, and uh, the I was like, hey, we're doing this tour. Anyone have any tips? Yeah. And an agent reached out, and he said, if you guys are doing this, get in touch with me when you're done. <laughs> I think your movie's going to be worth something if you do this. And it's like, okay, uh, We'll stay in touch. So we we stay in touch with him. We toured the how many cities? It was like twenty six cities and well, no twenty four cities, twenty six shows. Yeah, because um, we did we doubled like two up two in New York, like two in Nashville. LA. No, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. cities we definitely did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like two in Nashville and, and two in Louisville and yeah. Uh-huh. Now when you <laughs> say <laughs> when you say tour, I actually don't really know what that means. Like showing the movie or oh yeah, or we show the movie and the band I play in was also scored the movie, so we would do this. D- dual band movie. Oh, that's, that's a fucking, fucking cool, cool way to tour a movie around. What's your, plug your band. What's your band? <laughs> plug your band. What's your band called? Southwork. Southwork. Yes. Um, Where can they find that online? Uh, Southwork.net. Awesome. There's a band camp as well. Awesome. Uh, we uh, So we did this tour with the, the band, and um, sometimes the, the movie would open for the band or the band would open for the movie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be the movie showing in one location and the, movie and the band play somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, so generally um, what works better, band or movie first? Movie then band. Yeah. Movie then band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to settle people down for a movie after they've been dancing. Yeah, yeah, shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> we both work as stand-up comics. Yeah. And w- one of the most unfortunate things in the world is when after a band you have to be like, hey, everyone, like, <laughs> shut up so I can talk at you. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a movie runs into the exact same hurdle. Quiet <laughs> down, yeah. everyone. Quiet yeah, down. Yeah. Y'all having fun? <laughs> we need you to stop for a sec. Shush. Shush. Stop talking. We're going to need your attention for about 90 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) So if everybody could just point towards this direction. (laughs) I know people are like leaving, you know, like, no, be quiet. We did some Um, crazy shows. We did some, we did some like big theaters and we did some house shows. We we played one place in Lafayette. It was just like some punk house Mm -hmm. where they showed the movie and like 60 people piled into a living room. Yeah. It was was a great screening. And then they were like, this was great. Everybody go in the other room for a show. And then (laughs) we left the living room and we went into what I guess passes for the kitchen. (laughs) And, uh, and they, they're the, the house band performed, Southwork performed, and then some other traveling show was like, we don't know what the fuck this is, but we're playing too. Yeah. And it was just like a big show. And um, That's awesome. Unlike anything else we did on the tour. Yeah. That's very cool. So uh, did so did you guys profit off of it or you just made your money back? And and in doing so, it you were uh, you know, you looked good on paper to somebody that wanted to make another make a movie. It looked really good on paper. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really really good on paper. But it it, it did but make That sounds like incredibly awesome, but yeah. there's so many hard times in uh, that store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm curious actually how long did it take for you to reach the point where you were in the black with the movie? Do you know? Um, uh, I feel like the movie constantly costs money in some way. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even yeah. We, we want to screen it at Monster Mania, even. And it's like, well, we got to pay to screen it at Monster Mania. Jesus. You know, it's yeah. always – the movie, it's always making its money back, and we're always spending money on the movie. Right, and, okay. And we're doing a point where we're doing another movie, but it, it also makes us much more relevant to making a movie. And um, it make, it sells our other things that we sell. We sell T-shirts, and we sell um, DVDs, and we sell comic books. But because like this is happening, like oh, it, you get the bleed in from to the other products too. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is kind of like a lifestyle for us too. We just go from project to project, feeding things through to the next one, and like yeah. building the community. And we we worked on uh, with the same people on Alpha Girls, and most of them came back for American Exorcist uh, as well. And, That's and hopefully, yeah, yeah, and and yeah. hopefully it'll just keep going like that, you know. And then it even becomes kind of a learning experience for you know we're, we're five years older, we have people who are five years younger, and we're teaching them. And hopefully we thought we were making all these like super smart ideas, like we were like oh we're shooting this $20,000 movie that we're going to be the smartest dudes 
and we made tons of mistakes. And then going to the next one, it's like, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Let's not change location. Let's not shoot overnight. Let's yeah. Be, you know, like, yeah. Just learning <laughs> how much hard like, did you make it? So was the, make it super hard yeah. Yourself. So was the experience of this one overall better? Were there more mistakes you made that you're going to have to learn from the next time you go it, out? It was hard. Um, I, I, it was way. I don't know. I don't say easier, but it was. We were way more prepared. Way more prepared. Yeah. That we did. We weren't even physically fit enough to do the job the first time. Like we we <laughs> thought we're like, wow, we're 28. We're in the prime of our <laughs> lives. Yeah. You know. Could it get any easier? <laughs> <laughs> I could lift shit all day. But then coming. I mean, by the time we got done uh, on Alpha Girls, we were ju- we would just be like hanging around the house. We were roommates at the time. We would just be hanging around the house, just like, hey man, I'm gonna get something to eat. Oh yeah, let me grab my shoes. Leave the room, come back, and the one of us would be passed out. <laughs> just, just, I'm so tired. Just yeah. So it tired. was so hard, and this time it was it was hard, but we made it easier. Like so, we shot in like one giant location, and right. it made it easier just on everybody. So everyone got to be more creative and do difficult things, but it wasn't loading gear wasn't what was making, not <laughs> right. tiring people out. You know, right. Right. right? Being super artsy was tiring people out. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a that's and a you'd rather that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. About so we kind of prepared ourselves to be that way this time. As yeah. we knew we were going to do in you know sixteen hour days, sure, but we'd rather be doing being artsy instead of all right let's, yeah, let's getting in the van uh, and yeah, fucking like, loading all the cameras up yeah, and yeah. so the location that you shot at have i i live on that block which one and um i mean at least this is what i learned talking to joe yeah it was Wait, a building that was about to be destroyed yes, yes. and it's not how does how does yet. that help i mean i feel like we that gives you carte blanche to do anything right well, yeah I mean, pretty we, much like, let's say we're shooting here in your studio you know um you know, we spill fake blood all over the place, and we want to punch a hole in the wall. When we're done, we have to like clean that up, mm-hmm. fix that hole. This place, we got to just like <laughs> just <laughs> just fuck it up, go crazy, yeah. yeah, fill it up with like thirty, you know, artsy people, and they're gonna do some interesting things. We, um, we built we built sets that we didn't anticipate on building because once we got there, we were like, oh, you know what, we could. This scene is supposed to be this weird, freaky thing. Here's a way that we can up the production value by the space that we have. For instance, mm-hmm. a room that we had this idea for a room with no doors, like a room with no exit. And like it had a bunch of different iterations in our head, like what it was going to look like when we got there. But we finally found a room that we could turn into a room with, with no doors, with no exit while we were there. Yeah, and, and, we, and the location had all those um, bookshelves, right. too. And the books, we just ripped bookshelves out of the wall and just built big rooms. And spare drywall that we put yeah. in facing backwards so it looked like you'd been walled into the room. Originally, yeah. we were just oh, going to... Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was I'm just like there, bugging out know? thinking about that. Yeah. That's yeah, the kind yeah. of stuff that scares me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, and the, like, that's the thing that I look for in a movie. Yeah, yeah. like those little me. details we wouldn't have gotten to do if we were spending a half a day loading in and a half a day loading yeah, out. You wouldn't have had time to just be in the space and see what it could give you. And replacing all these things. Like When we got done, we're like... You know? Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have to go find more bookcases to like yeah. put back in where we tore them out. Or so the demo them, crew right. is going to come in there and be like, "Oh my god, a lot, a lot of people died. Probably <laughs> something yeah. happened in this yeah. building before what we got to yeah. it." We did our best um, to try and uh, you know clean up all that fake blood and stuff, but it it is it's, it's, it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a chemical adhesion. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we blasted it on the walls with quite a bit of force. This actually brings up that an interesting question. Well. That's uh, good news. Yeah, you know, not not knowing the the plot of the film or anything. Was there any benefit to like because you didn't have to necessarily reset after you did something? What, did that benefit at all? Like, were there scenes where it was like you had to do something that was whatever incredibly violent, and you were able to leave the aftermath of the violence there to continue shooting further scenes? I, I don't know. I, again, yeah. not knowing the plot of the movie, well, I'm just trying to think of how that actually helps up your production like value. Like, like in Alpha Girls, like we, like we, the, the sorority girl gets killed. It's actually some dude's bedroom that we shot it. Uh-huh. You know, it's like uh, let's go easy on the blood. Uh-huh. Like we uh-huh. wrote into that one. So there's a so that one somebody gets killed in a bedroom, and we wrote a scene in beforehand that there would be some. Uh, 
um, some kind of bug infestation in the house, like, you know, um, uh, uh, Suspiria, you know, all the maggots mm, show mm-hmm. up in Suspiria. So we, we were like, oh, we'll do a bit right before that, so it'll give us an excuse to put plastic all over the house for this kill scene. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, right and, like, on. we had to be, like, clever in that way to, like, yeah, clean yeah. up. And then even then, like, that was shot on a Friday for, like, 16 hours, and then Saturday morning, Trove and I woke up, we went back to the set, and we cleaned it up. You yeah. Know? yeah. So it's like... <laughs> Looking at, the, at it this time, it even became like a scheduling mm. thing. It's like, well, if we can just walk away and leave things, let's put all the bloody mess at the very end. Right. Mm. So our very last day of shooting, I think we did almost 20 hours. We just nonstop shot this office massacre. Yeah, yeah, we have like this man. big blood cannon. Like we, we wouldn't shoot a blood cannon in someone's house. Did you guys have to build a blood cannon? Tell me about the yeah. blood cannon. <laughs> <laughs> you just named my band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting the band Blood Cannon. I uh, it's, like, it's an all air James compressor Taylor with a. <laughs> That's all we're doing. <laughs> Wait, this isn't this a blood cannon. <laughs> <laughs> We're not yes, even going to like go metal with it. They're just going to be legit James Taylor covers. <laughs> <laughs> you close your eyes, you think you're listening to the CD. But they're like, oh, <laughs> but you're listening to Blood Cannon. Oh, no, really note for note. Got yeah. you. Oh, right on. Light a candle, relax the Blood Cannon. You either make it your own or you honor it entirely. And yeah. Blood Cannon honors the legacy of James Taylor. I'm sorry, I'm ramp- ranting now about dumb shit. So tell us about this movie <laughs> that we're here Welcome to the James podcast. Taylor podcast. Well, he has an album, Blood I mean, Cannon, blood you know. Yeah. <laughs> that is an amazing phrase. It is. Like, that, That's it's awesome. There's nothing. Well, I mean. Where I'm coming from, there's nothing bad about a blood cannon. That's <laughs> everything I love. I might just call this episode Blood Cannon. I feel like it'll get a lot of downloads if we call it Blood oh, Cannon. Yeah. Or like you could spell it with one N and be like, oh, it's a reference to like, oh, when, yeah. like when Dexter opens up his slides, he's yeah. like, this is my blood cannon. Yeah. <laughs> like, what about what about John McCormick? Did you get him? Let me check the blood cannon. <laughs> I do. Who's I in? have John McCormick. Who's in? Who's out? Yeah, you know he's right behind Dokes. You guys remember Dokes? <laughs> That was, that was a deep Dexter <laughs> cut. <laughs> Dokes is not a deep cut. That's season two. <laughs> I actually really only watched the fourth season and the last season, and they uh, saw the they were wildly different. Yeah, and the worst. Yes, <laughs> and, respectively. And worst yes. one, the worst. <laughs> John so, out for life. How was Dexter an influence? <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, honestly, like, Dexter was not, but The Office was. Oh, oh, right interesting. On. Watching uh, The Office for maybe watch the whole thing. Twice. We watched the whole. We yeah. We just put it on. Just like next episode, next episode. Yeah. And we shot in an office. We shot in the old family court building. So uh-huh. it is the most miserable building you've yeah. ever been in. There's no windows. And did uh, I was yeah. curious. Did you guys script this movie? Did you guys script Alpha Girls? Did you find these scripts? We wrote these scripts. Okay, and yeah. we wrote the script based on this idea of a location. We okay. we knew that there was a place in Philadelphia that there would be that would that would be an, an abandoned office that we could probably mess up a little bit. Yeah. Um, we didn't know we messed it up as much as we got to, but um, it was you know we just kind of like because we made this other movie, we said this is how this is the easiest way to do it, or yeah. mm-hmm. just a more efficient way of doing it. Single location, single for sure, location, yeah. and a giant building, so mm-hmm. we're constantly we're, we're never in the same place twice. Yeah, you so can repurpose constantly. that location over yeah, and over again. Yeah, there's so many, pl- so much to explore in just a, a, an old city building like that. Yeah, like beautiful stairways and. And when you say the office was an influence, was that just in the sort of, you know, whatever, the depressing depiction of an office and the horror that you might <laughs> derive from that? Or even in format? Well, like in in eight years? Or how long was the show on? Ten years? Y- yeah, yeah, eight, eight years. at least. Uh, they managed years, to be yeah. creative with that limited space over and over again. That's interesting. And we knew uh, we were going to be yeah. trapped in this location for 18 days. We were trapping ourselves in this location yeah. for 18 days. And just the, you know, looking at how they kept it fresh and, and you know, taking the, the making a close-up 
out of a wide shot, you know, by looking through things. Oh, uh, interesting. And, yeah. Um, and using Venetian blinds. Venetian blinds. Tons the, the, of that. The secret star. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you are stuck with, in order to make it look like an office, it's got to have these big white or beige walls, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's, like, the most boring thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, there's nothing interesting about that. Yeah. So we, like, we paint it with the shadows, you know? And, and yeah, just shadows. And mm-hmm. Too much artwork was making like it look weird, too. Hang in there. Yeah. It says hang in there. Hang in there. Those are always fun. Can't have an office without it. No. <laughs> Actually, it was really funny. It's like a lot of little passive aggressive notes that were left in the building that were people really? left to each other. Like, don't put your mouth on the on the mortar fountain. That's how germs get spread. <laughs> and we were like, when you cook it? popcorn, <laughs> no yeah. food in the recycling bin. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Please wash your dishes. I yeah. feel like that's a great location for a horror movie because I I work in an office. Mm-hmm, me too. And I've seen a lot of people who have been there for a while, and I gotta say. A little bit of their soul is gone, <laughs> and that, that sounds ho- horrific to me. What's scarier than being trapped at your office job for the rest of your life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's terrifying. That I, is terrifying. And you can see your fate in the people that have been there for a right. while. Right. Oh, yeah, uh, that'd be uh, someday. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. Interesting. That's terrifying. Uh, th- How does that play into? I mean, actually, before we should talk about what the movie's about. <laughs> Do people even watch movies for plot? Probably not. Probably if not. Jurassic World is to be believed, no, not at all. <laughs> Man, I told you, it's weird, right? It it's, is so it's weird. A okay, good movie, I want to talk about this so for six good. seconds. It was the weirdest experience. I saw Jurassic World, and I had to give it three stars simply because. I did enjoy watching it. There oh, wasn't never a, bored for a There second. wasn't a moment where I was bored. There wasn't a moment where I was even necessarily mad. But I never cared ever. About, I've never had this experience before where I didn't care about anyone. I didn't care about anything. Everything was fucking stupid. <laughs> but it was fine. But you were yeah. in I enjoyed it. It was dinosaurs. fine. Well, yeah. When that lady got eaten in the, the yeah. swimming dinosaur. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was okay. That was <laughs> some insane. classic monster movie stuff that was awesome. That. Yeah. But uh, it was I had some emotions great. about that. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. That one was tough. Yeah, it, that was a weird moment uh, when when she got when she got eaten. Yeah, it was a strange. It had a strange tint of meanness to it. But yes, I, that's there was a like mean streak in the movie. <laughs> there was a mean streak in the movie, right? That yeah. was weird to me. Yeah, there's well, one thing that bugs me. We're gonna talk about Jurassic World. Let's do it. One just for a second. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Don't worry, this is not a spoiler. <laughs> this is actually something you can look forward I need to. A tasty maybe cake. you can maybe you can shed some light on it for me when you see it. Because this is what I think I heard and what I think I saw, and it's the worst script moment if it is what I think it is. Yeah. There's the the raptor cages where their heads are fixed yeah. and they're just sitting there looking forward and like their handlers pet them and stuff. The one guy, the bad guy's staring at it head on. Yeah, Vince is like, Why is he looking at me? And then the guy says like, "Well, they always look at something they don't like." And it's like, "No, it's because his head can't move." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's strapped into a helmet here. He doesn't. Also, what I'm the fuck is going on? I'm almost positive that sequence also has a point of view shot from the raptor. It does, it does. Which oh. makes no fucking sense because their eyes are on the sides of their goddamn heads. <laughs> They're not looking at you and they can't see straight in front of them. Would yep. you have taken it, though, if it went predator vision? Like I might have taken it. Yeah, I might have taken it. I might have accepted it. That was actually going to be my complaint. Like, it was a POV shot, but it wasn't genuinely from the Raptors yeah, yeah. POV. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Vincent D'Onofrio, as soon as you saw him, you just knew he was going to get killed in, like, a, oh, yeah. in a totally awful way. In a, in a also, what was he? I. I I'm going to spoil it for him. Never mind. I just wanted... What was his plot? I mean, he wants to militarize raptors? Why aren't you doing that with bears? If That's the idea a is to a lost <laughs> script. The, the original Jurassic Park 3, like, idea as it was floated, yeah. was they genetically modified human, like, humanoid dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, and for yeah. soldier warfare. And there's artwork online for it, so I think I that was that. just, like, a nod to it's that. It's just so weird, because he spends the whole movie arguing, like, oh, man, so glad we can train these raptors, because now we can finally get some animals out into the field instead of humans. And it's like... 
You know, there's dangerous drones. animals in the wildlife that are trainable that we know of right like now. You didn't need to wait for us to genetically engineer dinosaurs. But what an American idea to just be like, we want to invade the shores with fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. You lost that battle before you fought it. We, right, have, dinosaurs. we have totally derailed this American Exorcist <laughs> conversation. I apologize. Wait, wasn't it the, weren't the toys in the 90s, the Jurassic Park toys, like of that? World, they were kind of militarized. They're like oh. militarized oh, yeah, yeah. toys. The, the, yeah, the, the velociraptors had missiles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I, I don't know. These are the like old figures. I, I drew <laughs> pictures from like 1996. I believe <laughs> I saw a slash film article about like a basically lost Jurassic Park toy line mm-hmm. that like came out like sometime between some of the sequels in and the it, Cretaceous period. Yeah, <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was just uh, militarized dinosaurs, and it like didn't even uh, th- apparently that toy line was like pulled as soon as it came out, uh, and and uh, you know the article supposed that some of it was was remnants of that, but it sounds like maybe that was JP three too. But the but Middle anyway. East doesn't ha- hate America enough that we need to send them raptors. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh my God, that fucking no, movie. Velociraptors anyway, the they, could could they would get me if plot. I was the enemy soldier and Velociraptors march the beach. They'd get me because my first thought wouldn't be fuck. It would be like, oh, fucking cool. And then, <laughs> then as soon as we realized, oh, oh they're here to kill me, I'd shit. be dead. Yeah. <laughs> be kind of nice. Got a way. Turncoat raptors. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, okay, well, for American Exorcist, well, for anything, wh- when did you guys decide, like, let's just make a movie? Yeah. That, to me, is the biggest <laughs> hurdle in my mind yeah, to yeah, make yeah. a movie. Is that you're I'm like a $100 million dollar movie, and you're talking about our movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're talking about how we didn't really like that movie. You guys got, you guys have blood cannons. And we, <laughs> to be fair, that guy I went from making like one or two very small independent features to directing Jurassic World. That's, that's so. true. That's how they do it now. They yeah. pluck you out of sitcoms like the yep. um, the, the guys who did Captain America. They were oh, yeah, sitcoms. Yeah. Development. And now they're doing the Avengers mm-hmm. sequels and stuff. Yeah, you know? they did like that's community us. and arrested development basically. Give us a call, we, Disney. Yeah. We got a we got a we young got, Han Solo pitch. script. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, so that, that would be your dream project? Yeah, yeah young Han Solo. Lando. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, I love that. Buddy Cop. Yeah, definitely. Scoundrels. Or like younger where you like young man. younger. Like twenty twenty one. They're just yeah. finding themselves, you know? Mm. But that would be that would be the pitch. That would be the idea. That would be kinda cool. That's pretty good. I would like um. to see one where Han and Lando uh, like kill a hooker accidentally oh. in like Ve- Vegasan, we'll call the planet. <laughs> they go to Vegasan for the weekend and kill accidentally kill a hooker, and then they gotta like cover it up. And it like stays in Vegasan. Yeah, it's a space. It's a space it's hooker. Space. She's got tentacles and yeah. you know <laughs> that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Christian Slater <laughs> pins them against each other as yes. the movie goes on. <laughs> he plays oh, Luke lo- in this version. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what I'm what John made you go? Hey, let's make a movie. Like we what? we oh, worked. Where do you do that? We went. We went to film school. So well, okay. no. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> where did you go? We or not go? I don't catch this vibe. <laughs> no, we went to Temple. We went to TU. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Hoot hoot. Yeah. Do it. Hall <laughs> Notes, baby. <laughs> Hall <laughs> Notes. <laughs> we we worked in comics for a few years, and uh, oh really? Yeah, we worked at DC Comics doing horror comics. No and, shit. Uh, what did you do? We did these. It was a. It was a. It was a. Small footnote in DC Comics is a uh, history called Zuda Comics. Okay. Um, and it was kind of their step into the online world okay. <laughs> in the 2000s. And we did a zombie comic called Black Cherry Bombshells, and we did a vampire comic called Lamort Sisters. Um, and we did, we did work there for three years doing this online stuff, and then DC launched their app right. with these titles. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I think I'm actually familiar with those. I, I uh, was a regular reader oh, like around that time. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and I, I was like what an early sort of a you know adopter of the digital comics when everybody yeah. was fucking pissing their pants oh my like God. they were going digital. We were like we like we won this contest at Zuda and uh, so we, we suddenly we were like in this company that was falling apart <laughs> as a publisher you know and it's I mean DC obviously is, you know 
at the mo- at that time they were still a New York publisher, yep. not a you know a movie franchise. Right, company. exactly. They weren't like a yeah IP they, farm. Yeah. yeah. What was exactly, the, what was yeah. the contest? I, you want to explain it? Yeah, it was um, it was uh, ten. It was barbaric. It was. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> I mean, Philly's funniest right now. I understand how this works. Nerds <laughs> fighting each other. It was, was Battle Dome with ten comics, uh-huh. uh, and one they would be voted on by uh, every month. They would submit ten new ones and uh, eight pages for each new comic, and mm-hmm. the comic that got the most views, votes, comments, whatever. Um, An undisclosed way of voting. Yes, a a very sliding rubric for how uh, (laughs) they're qualifying. Um, They pick their favorite. They pick their favorite. Pretty much. Well, that's uh, good. You won. We won. We won. And Um, it it was a tough four weeks of going around and talking to everybody we ever met in our whole lives and asking them to sign up for this website. Right, and and actually, yeah, yeah. And the player on the website didn't load very well. Right, right. You couldn't get to it through your phone because it was Flash-based, and this was like the dawn of smartphones. Right, and so now you're having to like talk up this project that you guys are doing. And people, as they try and access it, are like, you know, this kind of sucks. And you're like, it's not our fault. It's a fucking this huge corporation that can't get their website to work right. If you could read it, you'd love it. Yeah, yeah. So like, even explain to people like, well, there's there's comics, but they're online, yeah. and it's this website, and it's DC, but it's not called DC, it's called Zuda, right? But and, and you got to sign up, you got to sign up, <laughs> and then once you sign up, there's like a thousand comics, and you can find ours, you could vote for yep. it. And, well, we did it, and we won, so <laughs> then we got we got a con- we got a couple contracts through them, and we worked there for three years. That's and, awesome. Um, was it a good experience? Definitely. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was um, creative boot camp. They mm-hmm. they taught us how to like meet deadlines deal with feedback and like yeah. not feedback like oh i think you should have a blue gun or a red mohawk but right like things like you Someone. can't use this character's name because it's a copyrighted thing yeah. or it sounds yeah. too much like mm-hmm. whatever and and just having to deal with that and roll with those things yeah, yeah. And we had to produce like enough pages every week you know right yeah like, they, you know, I, I know that's how that that generally works now is it do you guys strictly write is one of you an artist uh, we, we just wrote the okay. comics so mm-hmm. we we hired other artists to yeah. uh try it um, so your page count is uh, significantly higher as far as the requirements are concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Having like even like doing th- we like how did you guys do th- two comics? Well, other people drew them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And th- and their quota was like one to two pages a day, right. and even yeah. that is like you know if you uh-huh. you uh, hear about you know comics of old, that's even uh, uh, pretty yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know much about the comic business, and it's kind of blowing my mind thinking about a page quota. Right, like that you seems have like a really weird way to manage it, but I guess it's the only. way. I'm trying to come up with an alternative. Yeah, I and mean, I can't figure out a way. Yeah, to it's not promote an un- output. It's yeah. not like an unknown amount of pages. You know, they're like mm-hmm. it's six, well, our contracts were sixty pages at a time, so we were mm-hmm. always kind of anticipating getting canceled and. Trying to wrap mm. up our story and leaving it to be continued. Right, right. So, of course, of course. And um, and a completed book was considered 180. Mm. Uh, so we were constantly like figuring it out. You know, uh, we made a bunch of mistakes, knocked some pages out of the park. You know, right. um, but it, it was good. We, we did it for quite a while. Yeah. And eventually, uh, DC closed the imprint down, and mm-hmm. they uh, th- and then the whole company moved to the West Coast. Right. They shut down all these little small intellectual properties, and they're like, we're going to focus on our five that people know of, and yeah. not. What is Zuda Comics and Lamorte Sisters? Right. Well, and then when they relaunched with that new Fifty Two, they got back into horror comics in a big way, but with their like bigger (laughs) horror IPs, which all eventually got pretty much canceled pretty quickly again. Anyway, yeah. And um, as a talent farm, uh, a lot of the guys we worked with got snatched up to be colorists, inkers, pencilers. Yeah, Um, Yeah. they're working on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah. Oh, I I I love that that Ninja Turtles book that's out right now. You guys mean the one that uh, uh, what's his last name? Scavarlo or Scolaro? 
I don't tell Sheldon, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially not even the writers, but the artists. Like it was just the greatest artist, and because they weren't like New York City people, you know, like it was this guy from South America is amazing. Yeah, what's his name that ended up doing a Swamp Thing? Has some really amazing Pacquel, Pacquel, some I forget his last name. Wes Craven. No, he's a he's a South American artist. I can't remember his name, and he's he's amazing, and I um. I can't remember his name now. Yannick, uh, y- Yannick Pockwell or something like that? Yeah, Yannick. Uh, we worked with a guy, Gabe Batista. He ended up winning an Eisner Award for color in um, uh, DC's Western uh, Western Comics, All-Star Western Oh, Comics. All-Star Western, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. which was a really interesting book with uh, Jimmy Palmiotti, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was it was a great experience. We met a lot of great people, and but we when we got into it, like, we are, have been comic book fans for years, so we remember things like Epic mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. other kind of, like, imprint experiments. So yeah. we knew we had, like, three years. Right, so right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we would get started. Like, this isn't going to last long. <laughs> they we were closing it. their we other imp- mini imprint down, which was called Minx, <laughs> which is also a whole other little sm- tiny imprint. It was a little, it was girl comics, you know. Yeah. I was uh-huh. trying to make girl comics that yeah. weren't necessarily, like, mangas or mangas or right. whatever. Right. They were just like for like teen uh, female reading readers, and they were closing this imprint down. When we like we stepped in, this was stopping, and it's yeah. like, hey, we're, what happened to their books? And they're like, Shh, don't worry, yeah, that'll don't never happen you, to you guys. guys. Yeah. Your book, you guys are stars. Like, oh yeah, we're stars. <laughs> <laughs> so I am curious how writing a, a comic translates to then writing a film script. Actually. Um, well, eventually we, we our kind of contract ran out over there, and we. Took we the money that we made as after paying all the artists down and everything, mm-hmm. um, we never spent and we just kind of kept it and build it up, build it up, build it up, and we had this bank account and, we're li- and we wrote this script for Alpha Girls as a comic book script and mm-hmm. we're like, we're only gonna be spending money on this project. We're not making money. Let's just spend all the money on do it, shooting it as a movie, mm-hmm. and which seemed like a great idea at the moment in time and. And you guys were film students at Temple, or that was a joke? No, no, no we were, but not at the time that it right, was okay. happened. Like, I just meant as a fulfillment of the the Prophecy. tuition that our yes, parents... Yes. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Well, well no, you made a film. Re- you did it. The reason yeah. I ask yeah. is when you make that, you know, you write a comic book script and then decide, like, you know what, let's shoot this thing. I, I feel like you would have to have already some some decent experience, you know, making yeah. something well, we to worked, even decide well, we to make film that transition. We worked in a film biz, too. Like, I work in the art department. Oh, okay. Um, we yeah. made a 48-hour film project, a Ford oh, yeah. Fiesta yeah, commercial. Yeah, we a Ford project. Oh. Um, all this stuff kind of like building the team for a couple of years, getting to mm. the point where – and then there was a convergence. Like after DCU, we worked at Image. We worked at a smaller imprint oh, really? called Red 5. Yeah. yeah. And then and then we were going to – that we had done more comic book stuff, and, and we were putting together the script for Alpha Girls. Like, all right, here comes the next comic. And about like – Somewhere around like page eighty-eight, just before we finished it, we were like, you know what? Like, you know, high on our own fucking horses. <laughs> yeah, you know, a couple of like tiny ass garbage is successes. That, is that a reference of heroin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no, I said it pretty no. plainly. <laughs> we, were, we were high on heroin, <laughs> and we were like, you know what? All we the best art comes from heroin. Yeah. Are we were fucking kidding. Yeah, man. Um, we're all chili pepper fans. <laughs> Uh, but we were like, we could probably shoot this. It was mm. only like five or six locations. Mm-hmm. We figured if we if we set it in Philadelphia arbitrarily, we could make it happen. We could mm-hmm. we could shoot smart, and we'd worked on enough of other people's projects to know like what not to do, mm-hmm. maybe not what to do, but what not to do at least. And then um, we started from there, and it kind of even got like to. Um, it, it had a lot of good luck behind it because those additional locations, like I said, we weren't just in one spot on Alpha Girls, but. Um, we found them all near the frat house that we primarily shot at. We mm-hmm. turned the frat house into other spaces yeah. for us to be. And you rewrite things too. Like this is what we got. All right. Well, now this thing takes place here. Mm. Right. Not yeah. There, you know. And right. The kitchen in the building. Just being like, 
yeah the kitchen just just being realistic about what you're what you have like, right what you're actually capable of given yeah. circumstance and uh mm-hmm. you know whatever equipment you have access to and that yeah. kind of stuff i've worked a bunch of oh no uh, go ahead i was saying I, I, uh, I worked a bunch of indie films you know people's like passion projects mm-hmm. and they have very specific ideas of what it's like no i remember it the windows look like this and it's like well we can spend a lot of time doing that yeah we can groove on that and <laughs> we can like spend time on just you know, getting furniture in this room, you right. know, like getting that blood cannon, getting that blood cannon going. I don't know. It's just being, just being realistic about what you're actually shooting. You know, everyone thinks they're shooting Shawshank Redemption. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> shooting some blood cannons in City Hall, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that's family awesome. court. It's blood like, cannons in City Hall. It's yeah. our first album. That's the first album. Now, did you run into anything where where you hit a, you know, just some sort of limitation where it was like ah shit, and then it turned into, you know, inspiration? I'd say. Hmm. Like, did any limitation suddenly turn um, out to be a huge asset? On I, Alpha Girls? Uh, either movie. Um, I mean, on, on American Exorcist, really. Yeah, yeah we actually, actually we I'm probably more should. familiar with the production. Yeah, I don't watch our old wa- movie. Watch our new movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's, we, we can change this conversation <laughs> to be more focused on American Exorcist. Like, I got what I need from yeah, you yeah, out of Alpha Girls. On, yeah, stay on point, right? Yeah. Uh, Jurassic I, World. <laughs> what was a hindrance that turned into an asset? You just you always hear these stories about like yo we couldn't do this thing that we wanted to do and that was how we came to the most brilliant sequence you've seen in the movie you know yeah uh, I gotta be honest this time around we got almost everything we set out to do <laughs> not to no, that, not not bragging no, that's but amazing like, though that's like a really incredible that's actually probably a more incredible story that you hear less oh yeah. the window oh the I don't know if I can tell oh, you exactly yeah. what happened but we were gonna try and shoot on a roof and uh-huh. then we were like oh no it'll be February let's not go outside oh, yeah. at night in, in I mean Bill Mosley and he's I mean he's about sixty. You know, right, yeah. Like, hey, Bill, climb on this roof. Um, <laughs> it's February. It's it's ten degrees out. I feel yeah. like you would have done it. I feel like, like he's you know like kind of <laughs> Well, beforehand we said, no, oh, we can do is this guy. Knowing him now, it's like he he totally would have done yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such good news to hear. Yeah, he uh, always likes Bill Mosley. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, but yeah, we ended up shooting this giant room in in the building. This giant giant window mm-hmm. that we were able to. Um, we we did like, this fake frost on it and. The uh, the G and E guys, Kevin Gallagher, had these these giant lights we were able to put outside and mm-hmm. blast through this window, and it just looked it was like incredible, and it it, it looked way it better than a, a black way different sky. Look. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it was very high high ceiling, so we were able to. Get, it, we just were able. To, that's a good, perfect example, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it's the climax of the movie, so um, and some other props kind of come into play in this room now too. And, and you feel like it's a pretty um uh, uh w- w- what's the word I'm looking for like like one of those just sort of like memorable shots you end up with yeah, like now you're definitely. looking at like an yeah. image that's actually going to carry over in people's mm-hmm. minds like when there's, they think about this movie. There's a giant piece of artwork that's in that's like the floor of the of the scene. Mm-hmm. There's these giant windows that are. That people s- did a scenic, you know, frosting on yeah. there. The, the genie. So you ended up with like an iconic it, image. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. came together to create this image that we didn't even like. It wasn't like it's got to look like this. Right, you didn't it, conceive of it that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, and it came out. It's like this is great. I knew it would come out. That's great. cool. I love <laughs> stories like that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It exactly. even went back and uh, kind of uh, influenced the way we did a couple other scenes. We like moved them to that location to make them more relevant to that to that scene. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then we ended up getting all the this use out of it by like blasting different colors through the window, and you know, uh huh. It was great. That's um, interesting. Uh, where where are you guys at with the movie right now? So you, you're doing the Indiegogo, and that is yeah. – is there more to be shot, uh, or are you in the post-production phase? Both. Both, uh, okay. 90% of the movie shot. Yeah. We are, we're trying to do this pickup day. Um, we're trying to do, shoot in mid-July. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it was, it's 
part of the exorcism scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, was this uh, one of those things where you were editing a sequence and you realized like we need to we need to get back in there and pick a few more shots up? We, no, we no. knew it's just the it takes place in a, in a house mm-hmm, and we just mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. when we shot the movie we had a uh, family court building rented out for the month. Right. And um, we shot everything we could shoot in there. And right. We said, we'll use just this location as much as we have time to use it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then we had to raise a little more money. Mm-hmm. Get back to where we are on our feet, so now we can blow it all the money again on this, <laughs> on this one scene. Yep. Um, and then we went to a drone shot in there on Christmas time. But oh, that's, interesting. That's uh, a whole other thing that we haven't even investigated yet. Uh, well, uh, talk to us after the show. I don't. I I I have seen drone footage shot by people that I know. Cool. So uh, you know, I, I know people that have access to it. Is to a uh, it is a growing field. It <laughs> is. Yeah. I, and then there's more and more local filmmakers actually that yeah. are sort of investing in that and uh, and and. and Using them for different things, and yeah. it's instant production value. I mean, oh yeah, it, oh, just, it always yeah. looks good. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. You put any camera on there. Yeah. And I feel like, like I'm I'm losing a little bit of it though, because like there there's there's some shots in older movies where it's like I guess they used a helicopter right. or an immeasurably <laughs> high crane, mm. and so there I feel like a little bit of that majesty's gone when I see a huge <laughs> drone shot where I'm like, well, I know as like a kid, I can find it. Yeah, yeah, the opening of a West Side but Story, it, but it has does all add that value. Like, yeah, like that 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 aerial view of New York City looking straight down. I always thought it was awesome. Now it's like, yeah, yeah. I, did, I can do that on my phone. I my iPhone. <laughs> but still, though, I also agree in the in the in the same realm that when I see it, a little piece of me is like, "This is a professional fucking movie." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's still there too. Oh yeah, yeah, those check box, those those uh those check marks. You just got to go down the list. Mm-hmm. It's just cheaper than ever now to make a movie than it yeah. ever has been. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't, and it's easier to release. We're I gonna, yeah, too. We, we couldn't. We wouldn't be able to afford to <laughs> buy the film. You know, buy the real film right. to show it on. Let alone even. You know, even like getting film processed, like we don't, yeah. like there's huge, huge expenses that we no longer deal with as as modern filmmakers. What What did you guys shoot with? Uh, the Red Epic Dragon. <laughs> That's Rattle. awesome. Yeah. What, uh, and how did you guys get your hand? I imagine you're renting that equipment. We rented it. Yeah. Um, our DP. Uh, it's 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 him. He owns it with a, a few folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we it's uh, Matt Jaffe, great mm-hmm. guy, um, a very talented cinematographer, um, and he just. He just tosses that thing around, you know. He, he knows how to use it, and he shoots constantly for other people. And so, getting him to shoot something like this was like walking the park. That's him, awesome. You know? Very controlled environment. People all owning a camera together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. It yeah, I mean, it's too expensive. It's not like he can just own it himself. With a bunch of a uh, bunch of people own it together. It's mm-hmm. like they they rent it out from each other, and they all make money. And it's a business. Uh, yeah. It's a business for them. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, that's like we're not camera dudes, so we're yeah. like we're like that's cool. Well, are you guys? <laughs> so my understanding of that camera, this is like a very cursory knowledge of that camera, but is that it actually uh, it it, re- it receives light in a certain way that it looks like as close to film as a digital camera can look? Does this sound familiar to you guys at all? Or like, wh- how does the footage look to you guys? Do you purdy. Feel like it looks great. Real purdy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our right first on. film was shot on a red one, and we thought uh-huh. it was like this is the best. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or like, you know, it was out of date when we shot that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, I mean, it's a, it's 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 crossed that that threshold where all these cameras now are like pro cameras. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, and people shoot as the lenses extra like footage for <laughs> movies on on phones now. Yeah, yeah even you yeah. know, like I've I've heard plenty of filmmakers go like, oh, yeah, we shot that on an iPhone. A lot yeah. of that. That's yeah, just a lot. What of was that actually. movie they shot at Disney World? Escape from Tomorrow. Yeah, Escape from Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that was shot on a cell phone with yeah. uh, with digital lenses with um, um, uh, just a. 
an app. Mm-hmm. There was that, and it looked pretty sharp. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked sharp. There's a big Sundance hit this year. I think it's called Tangerine or something like that. That I believe something was like uh, uh, exclusively shot on on iPhones. Uh, we hilarious. always joke about doing that. Like for yeah. every project, we'll be like, all right, we'll just shoot it on. Well, our wait, we're not camera guys, so we're always like, and <laughs> so, we, so we're gonna shoot this on our phones. And we have all these friends of ours, all these camera nerds, and they're like, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, I just, I'm just getting you something. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's funny. That's the best way to get it. That's like, that's awesome. Yeah. You were like, we don't care. We don't even care. It's like torturing their souls. It's yeah, like, we'll shoot it's on about Polaroid. Like, that's not even picture. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to shoot it on Polaroid. <laughs> a big old that stack of no Polaroids sense. that you just flip through, flip through really bad. and voice yep. actors talk over it. Yep. Yeah. I would watch. Would I, just, watch. I only really know about those cameras because I listened to Dave Klein talk about shooting, I think, Red State with one of them. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, that was his big opinion of it was like, I've just... I to me a horror movie should look like it's shot on film. That's yeah. like a, that's like something that he thinks is very specific to horror. Yeah, uh, and he was like, this was like as close as we could get with sort of modern digital cameras. That's that's awesome. Um, I, the other thing I know he used Joffy used these lenses. I don't know the names of, and I'm sure people <laughs> are going to be like lenses. They're from like the 60s. they're monster yeah. movie yeah. lenses. Okay. Um, and he thought they were like really cool, and we we're like, oh, okay, I want yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> But they're a rental, you know. I didn't even. And nobody uses them. Like they're like they're they're just sitting on right. This they're guy's like shelf. they're technically they like obsolete alien. or whatever, right? right? Yeah. They use them on alien. I think that was. Well, yeah, they're like they're they've been not used. these particular lenses. Sure, but, but this yeah, type that, of that lens, lens yeah. yeah. So it was like it's they've been used in movies that you've seen. You're familiar with the kind of vibe that they give off, yeah. and um, uh, we were kind of. I don't know, look, getting into all of this ourselves, the last time we were just like, we got to get a camera, we got to get some lenses. Yeah, right. we were actually like, on 5D, and, you know. We got to, like, we looked at sample footage of things online. Mm-hmm. We were like, ooh, ooh yeah, hey. Yeah, 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 that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. oh, green, I like that. Alien, that's a, that's a, that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> what movies that's did you draw from? That's a classy picture. I mean, did you draw from Alien? Um, and I mean, even on, like, a script perspective, too. Oh, I feel like. You know, when you created this idea, what were you, what were you borrowing from? Alien was definitely up there. American Ghost Psycho, Busters, Ghostbusters right too. Oh man, um, Ghostbusters is my my favorite, favorite uh, yeah. movie. Uh, so uh, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. It definitely was not a thrasher or I mean a slasher. You know, it right. was our first movie was, but it was a little more tongue in cheek, and this was definitely more style. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's scary, but it's it's definitely much more. I don't want to say plain buoyant, but everything has a look. It's more know? genuine. Like, yeah. like the other one was, like you said, tongue. Alpha Girls is tongue in cheek. We, you know, we're we're. I don't know. It uh, wasn't really a titty movie. It pretended to be one. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, and exploiting the slasher uh, concepts and ideas. But this one, we were genuinely trying to make scares. Yeah. And make scenes with, uh, you know. Mm. But it had like, like tension. There's, but there's like I don't know the looks of the characters. They have they definitely have unique style. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen pictures of, yeah, on Facebook, it, it, and I will say the makeup is terrifying. Yeah, the yeah. makeup and is that's, great. That's important. Steve Saturn uh, was our makeup, our head makeup person. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, I have to point yeah. out that only in like true movie nerd circles can you nonchalantly say the phrase, uh, it's not really a titty movie. Like It's kind of pretending to be a titty movie. What do you mean? mean? Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think and, it's and, impossible but to make titties titty movie. But there's titties in this movie. Yeah, I know, but it's not a titty movie. I know it's like a sorority movie, and there's a bunch of titties in the movie, but it's like I, it's like not a titty movie. Right. Yeah. Sure yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I sure but you. Sir, <laughs> I think that's a very, that's a clean distinction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like if a, 
if any slasher movie came out now and the titties of it weren't a commentary on the titty movie, right? Then it would be a problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's yeah. just we're we're beyond that now. Yeah. We're and it's so 2015. Like grow up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's also just kind of like one of those check boxes that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. If you're gonna try and get distributed, everyone yeah. asks who's in it. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Where, when are the boobs? Yep. Uh, how long is it? Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Skin. He was mm-hmm. like, "When is it, sir?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. Direct contact with Mr. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my phone's ringing. That's so wild. You have them saved in your phone. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I don't know, but at the same time, there's a piece of me that if I if they made like, oh, we're redoing a, well, they did a Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and there was no titties. I'd be like, well, this, this is some fucking lame. bullshit. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, this that's is not a Friday the Thirteenth. This isn't what movie. I what I yeah. signed yeah. up yeah. for. That's how I feel about National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. Hey, <laughs> good point. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. But with this movie, I mean, we're gonna have there's titties in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a titty movie, you right? Know? Yeah. Uh, but it's it's gonna be genuinely scary. And I like that. Even just seeing the new ghost. Actually, I'm actually really excited. We didn't even talk about it really, but of the new Ghostbusters sneak of their costumes. Oh yes. Like I feel like I feel like we're like close to that. And okay. I like that's yeah. I've not seen this this bit of news. Oh, I don't uh, like. It was like Kristen Wiig in her interview. Yeah, I was like like eating a bagel at craft service. You know, oh, it's nice, like totally nice. behind the scenes. But like looking at their aesthetic, and it's like yes, we're like on point with this. And, that's great. Um, we love Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters too. Hell yeah. Um, in Ghostbusters three, I'm sure. Why are you came? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite lines from that movie. <laughs> Is it up of West Side. <laughs> I actually but just I watched like that last weekend with Dad. <laughs> Dra- um, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was on. We were just watching. You're not <laughs> sleeping with it, are you, Ray? Yeah. <laughs> Suck it in, guys. We're the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I feel like the second one has more outright jokes in it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. less about the character work, right. and there's like puns yeah. and setups. The first mm. one is very much character based. Yeah, yeah. It that's why I like the plot so much. Yeah, I love the first one. It's it's it works on a much more subtle level. Which I really yeah. appreciate. Um, well, I don't know. I feel like people like Ghostbusters. Like the one, it's such an influence. Like you have a tattoo. Like we love it. And mm-hmm. it, I feel like so you you made a movie. Is Ghostbusters your influence? It's like it never. No one never says no Ghostbusters one talks is my about influence it, yeah. for a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, why? Yeah, this is the greatest movie. It's and great. So and you know what? I feel like there's very few films that aren't influenced in s- by it in some are, way. At least yeah. genre films generally. Yeah. Maybe, that's maybe part it's like, of it. you're not supposed to say like. Oh, uh, we're not into that movie. Well, it's just it's a, is, but it's a we pull a lot from of, it, you know. I know. Well, it's a marriage of like really good character work and big effects work. Yeah. And if you think about it, that's pretty rare to see those things like cross over in a movie. Yeah. Usually, a movie is focused on its effects work or mm. focused on its character. So you say work. usually, not anymore. I say, in the era of Ghostbusters, that was like that was that was a, a big thing. Yeah. I mean, you know. That's like the era of Indiana Jones. Yeah. You know, where there is effects and yeah. character work. But now anymore, it's just you you get the effects and then you build the characters around these effects that you've bought and paid for. Right. They start yeah. doing yeah. The there's there's no heart. Yeah. Sure, yeah. They start doing the effect shots months before the movie shoots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember that. We were saying, like, they must have been acting and like, had no idea what this was going to look like. And oh, there was yeah. just someone on set being like, it's going to look cool. It's going to look cool. Just so looking amazing. There's a tennis ball on yeah. the stick. <laughs> it's a bear. It's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they shot Rocky, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just punch in this direction at the tennis ball. I think <laughs> he, he fights a bear in this one. <laughs> That's, That's what it is, right? They were shooting. Says something shitty about his wife, and she's actually she's dead now. But still, eh. well, <laughs> a bear kicks over a tombstone, and he's got to step up. Yeah. <laughs> they were Done. shooting Rocky Seven while we were shooting. Well, like we we th- we could have shot like ten American actresses while they were shooting <laughs> right, right, right. Rocky, Rocky Seven. Seven but yeah. we would we'd be driving the set, and we'd see like their trailers. They had mm-hmm. like ten trailers on Broad Street, and we're just like driving by waving. <laughs> and, um, 
it was funny like that there was such a huge project going on while our, like, we're like this little tiny tiny movie yeah. going well, on in Center City. Again, I don't know if the this makes you feel any better, but a little piece of Rocky history is the first Rocky uh, was partially funded by uh, 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 what's his name up uh, up in Lloyd New York? Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, he's a location New York. manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be, because uh, that that movie was made small, like American Exorcist. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <coughs> um, <laughs> I'm picturing some I guy who got twisted. Go into he gets on set for Rocky. Yeah. He's like, oh, and then he's he's on American Exorcist set. <laughs> I feel like that's an awesome mind fuck. Yeah, yeah. we still in a strange Our direction crew. with we, this. We one. jump back and forth. Like, yeah. they were, like we had all the day players from mm-hmm. Rocky, you know, or not all of the day players, but you know, crew would be like, oh, I can't come in tomorrow. <laughs> we're working on Rocky. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. All right, well, <laughs> we'll fix it. we'll improvise. We'll, I, I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> Tell Sly I said hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hand Is Frank flyers. around? <laughs> Where's Frank? <laughs> Frank's on Twitter. Highly recommend following this man. If you okay. ever want to just wonder what where people are going as a as a species, just go on to <laughs> Frank Stallone's Twitter and read it. He's got his finger on the pulse. He's he's it, on it. It's on a, <laughs> a pulse. On it. It's. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but man, can he play a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I this is a really weird question, but I'm curious about this simply because I heard a filmmaker talk about it just the other day on a podcast. So uh, your first movie was called Alpha Girls. Yes. This yes. movie is called American Exorcist. Yes. yes. Both of those movies start with A's. Yes, Correct. that is true. Yes. Did you guys do that intentionally yes. so that the video on demand would um, what it would come up? We would we would never do a. I love uh, this. I love. Uh, I just sneaky heard, move. I just like heard a filmmaker that. talk about this. So there's a movie coming out called like Balls Out or something like that. Yeah. Which I I I know nothing about. I didn't see the trailer or anything. But it had a different title, which was like intramurals mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and when they sold the movie the first thing the people that bought the movie wanted was for them to change, change the, the name, title yeah. to anything that was higher in the alphabet yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean I, just, I worked on a movie a couple years ago called Remorse and they just renamed it The Apparition <laughs> so it's an A and yeah, um, yeah we, that was a tip we got way back um, and, and like, supposedly really that wild. helps with the sales because it's yeah, just it the does. first thing you see our, when you bring uh, your VOD up right? our well, uh, distributor even did a they did a talk at South by Southwest um, they're called Gravitas Ventures you can guys look them up mm-hmm. um, and they you can download their PDF of their talk at South by and they break it down they said movies begin with an A they're the top it's just it's not that you have to do it but you're more like people are just more likely to just atonement was huge. <laughs> <laughs> this is how people uh, serve. It's actually you know? a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an incredibly good movie. Uh, and, and you know, number n- movies with numbers go even higher. Oh, yeah. because uh, again, because they would be actually top that, that list. Yeah, so we, we were going to call it um, six six six, uh, <laughs> six, six uh, room six 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 or whatever, but yeah. we didn't. <laughs> we got a pretty good name for the next one. I'm not going to give it to you, but it'll, it, it's going to be up there too. So it, there. Star- it starts in the the, uh, the beginning of the alphabet. Oh, it's 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 a symbol. It's, it's an uh, icon. It's oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, love I was it. thinking maybe like a parking garage thriller ripoff P2, but call it 1A. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you are there. It's called Asterix. Yeah, yeah. blood <laughs> cannon. <laughs> Look for the Kickstarter <laughs> this fall. Oh, uh, you should. Uh, your next movie should just be like the number that you would use for a footnote. Yeah. And so then the title can be whatever you want it to be because mm. it's oh, just going to be footnoted idea. at yeah. the bottom of the poster. But what it comes up as all the time is just one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the article A. Oh, it was oh, our our working count. title was six 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 Asbury Dark. Right. Because <laughs> 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 we were going to shoot in Asbury Park, oh and then we're God. like, "There's this so is a horrible puns name. in that. That's crazy. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that that would." 
It was too much. That would undercut the like, well, this is easy because it's early, but it is called 666 Asbury Dark. If anyone makes a movie that you can have it, but, you know, give a shout out. Give a shout. Give a shout. Give a shout. That's interesting. I've never heard of that strategy before, but that makes perfect sense. It's the least objectionable programming Or not the new thing, but it's the thing. Until somebody comes up with a better way to arrange them on Xfinity On Demand. Yeah, beat the alphabet. Beat the alphabet. I dare you. And that's the thing. It's done. It's done. The alphabet. Democracy. You can't do it. It's true, though. Like, if I think about my experience on demand, what do I do? I go free movies, A to M, and then N to Z, right? But, you know, if you think about some of the better streaming services like Netflix, there, there is not like an alphabetical uh, search yeah. of those. those. I want you know <laughs> movies with a role from a strong dog. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> French French movies with explosive. They are at least <laughs> attempting to get rid of you that. Uh, you know, like, alphabetized yeah. organization. Like, oh, yeah. These movies have blood cannons. But you know, there's many there's many lists. That's the thing. Like, yeah. It'll be like yeah. top ten list, top ten heart. Like we are on Comcast horror list. You okay. know, and yeah. it's like they just list them. You know, yep. and it's yep. it's just there and. Even though there's some services that that mix them up or it'll be like popular first, there's so many that just like they're they just are alphabetized. There you go, they're there. Yeah. Take yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> you love movies. Here's your don't sloppy you? jokes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll watch it. You'll eat it. <laughs> Uh, so what um, do you guys have a strategy for this one? Like, are you, is it the same sort of plan, or are you trying to get theatrical with this we're, one? Well, that's we're always a hope. Yeah, we're always yeah, hoping. Of course, yeah. um, we're shooting for the stars. We definitely know way more than we knew last time. Yeah. We have a star in it this time too. Yes, I mean, the yeah. last time we had a cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. We learned a lot. Of, learned a lot. Um, we're gonna see where it goes. It's you gonna so try and make a festival run with it, or is it not that kind of movie? Uh, we we don't think it's that kind of movie. We're not um, into festivals. We're not okay. really into festivals. Okay. A lot of people are like, yeah, it's gonna f-, like even our other producers on the project. Like, yeah. so the the festivals and why, we why work with two of us are like, I, if you pay to be in them, to yep. not and we already kind of like we already have a distributor, you know, yeah, like, right, that right. we work with, and it's like you use these festivals to meet. Like that distributor, and if mm-hmm. you rent a theater out locally and you screen your movie and forty people show up, that you keep that, those ticket receipts. But if you enter in a film festival, uh, four hundred people might show up, and somebody else covers gets all those tickets, and you were right. part of a uh, a catalog. Um, no one's specifically it's there for you. Like you got to do, you got if you want it done for yourself, you got to do your own legwork, especially mm-hmm. when you're we're as such low a micro on the totem pole as we are. Yeah, like we're so mm-hmm. micro budget. We expect to do everything. Like we take out the trash. We get all yeah. the stuff. You know, and we're booking the movie. We're also making the flyer for it. Yeah. We're also mailing it out. And we're when you do like you're expecting a distributor to take care of all this stuff. It's like you're I don't know. You don't really get you get nothing in the end. You know. Right. And we're um, not against it. It's not a we're it's not against it. We're just we're just the level right. we're at. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a smart business we're decision. Just, it's a business. You have yeah. to like fucking home run a festival to really walk away. With, yeah, you with need to like huge win yeah. Sundance. You know, yeah. like at this level, and the kind of movies we make, we're gonna get. We can win at a, a top horror festival. Sure. And walk away with a distribution deal with Gravitas. Like right. a couple of years ago, like, like, kind of, we already know how to do it. Yeah. And they're not. And even these distributors, they're not promoting your movie. Mm-mm. They're still like, we'll put it out. All right, guys, get out there. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be doing the same shit, yeah. so it's like. Well, because if uh, if <laughs> stories are be to, to be believed, m- when you see like, uh, oh, this movie cost 180 million dollars, 80 of that million were advertising. Yeah, every time. Yeah, uh, and so I I, if I would they imagine even include it, even right, if they include if that. they even include it in the numbers, which right. they normally don't, I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, but yeah, supposedly it costs basically whatever you spend on a movie, it costs half of that. 
to promote that movie then. Yeah. So I would imagine at your level, even if you're getting a distribution deal, that's not somebody going like, yeah, we're going to put that kind of money into making sure people know your movie is out there and can be seen. Exactly. Uh, you know, and then we have to figure out all of our own ways of like raising the money and getting it out there and yeah. pounding the pavement and meeting people and, you know, like going to every city and f- trying to find the people in that city who are into this kind of stuff. Right, you know? right. And, and then some places, like some cities are just not even into, like, you know, you're, this is Nashville. We're not into this stuff. Or Nashville right. was good, Actually, right? Nashville, but, but like Atlanta was like a great city. Or yeah. but like I don't know, Norfolk, Virginia. Not really yeah. into it, you know. Right. Like a, I would imagine there's cities where there's not even like a lot of repertory theaters or anything like Correct. that. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, uh, that's interesting. Is that and do you guys find that's where uh, you have the most access? Would be like a city with a lot of repertory theaters and that kind of thing. Or uh, there's there are you can tell by the 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 coffee shops and, and okay uh, and w- how how many of them they are, there are in. Like a downtown or a centralized yeah, like, location. Do they have a coffee shop and a comic book store next to each other and uh-huh. a record shop. That like, means there's a scene. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Like hubs of a scene. Yeah, you know? and yeah. It's it's interesting because it's every show is a local show, you know, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. some way. And even if you're mm-hmm. just a movie, you're still the. It's Saturday night. What do you guys want to do? Going to see this movie? Like it's right. kind of like that, and we're just a one night only sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we love John Waters, the director. Yes. Yeah. That's how he took his movies around, right, and yeah. we've kind of always had his spirit of mm-hmm. doing things like that, and. Just like I put the I, put the reel in the back seat, but you know now just bring the disc. I was gonna say it's even it over, easier you know? now. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just yeah. Uh, I saw Red State when when Kevin Smith brought it out on on yeah. the road, which you know was a little bit different. He was a much more established He's filmmaker yeah, at the yeah. time. He was bringing that out, but it was like a really interesting way to watch someone sell a movie yeah. to just mm-hmm. go like I'm not spending somebody else's money. I'm taking my movie. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing it myself to individual theaters, and I'm showing an audience while I'm there to watch it with them. This movie. Yeah. And, and we're hoping to do it again with American Exorcist, but we're going to try and do everything at the same time uh, th- this time. Yeah. Last time we had to, with Alpha Girls, we had to do a tour to get a release, to get a DVD. Mm. But now this time, knowing what we know, we're going to do a tour when VOD comes when out. When it comes out. And, and it's obviously... The shows. But we just like ran out of money. You know? Yeah, we, yeah. We, sh- we should have gone on tour again. I guess that kind of makes like sense to me because if it's on VOD when you go on the tour, you, you now have multiple avenues that somebody might come out to watch it. They might have already seen it on mm. VOD and go, oh shit, those guys are coming to show the movie. Yeah, let's let's go see it and, exactly, and, and talk you know. to them. Uh, or the other way around, which mm. is... Something shows up, they just come out and see it, mm. and then they're back at home later that week and like, oh fuck, this thing's on on demand for exactly. free. I yeah. mean, w- everybody shows their buddy a movie or recommends yeah. a movie. It's just mm. w- like co- yeah. topics of conversation. And it's like how people watch movies now. Do so people want to go to the movie? Like, there's a new Terminator movie. They right. want you to tweet and talk about it while mm-hmm. it's happening. We, our friends, have a shit movie fest that we go and watch. You know, the movies and make fun of it or yeah. talk about it and yell at the screen Rocky Horror style. Uh, we want people to do that. Like, we're saying that one of our best screenings of Alpha Girls was at this punk house. You mm-hmm. know, and. Everybody talking about it. It's a little rowdy, It's rowdy. It's like, I don't want to be quiet and be like with the headphones on and just blocking everything out. Mm -hmm. I want, we want to be able to interact with it. And that's kind of the new old way of doing it again. (laughs) Right, yeah. Right, if you want to watch it on your 10-inch screen in the privacy of your own home, watch it in your own house. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be Mm. on VOD. Enjoy it. Yeah, but but we would love if people watched it and then came out and be like, why did you guys do that? Why did you, you know, we like talking to people and um, we're really hands-on. We like telling people, we're not perfect, you know, or we're like, so why'd you guys do that? And we're like, cause man, we just ran out of paint that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to talk about it like that. And we're very much, we tell all of our secrets. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you got, you, uh, like you've been extremely entertaining to talk to. I feel like I, you are the type of filmmakers I would go see for a Q and a, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you, uh, obvi- and you guys both play in, in a band. It sounds like, uh, no, I, I have you no don't. No uh, well, I'm just, uh, the reason I bring That's, that up is there's a performance aspect to, to what you guys are doing. Here, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
fun. <laughs> it is a performance. You're perform- I mean, even being like it, it, directing the movie, you're really encouraging everyone else to be really great and awesome all day, and you have to be on point all the time. And mm-hmm. dude, the, the fact there's two of us, I don't know how people do it by themselves. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like we're like it's so much I'm like, work. You know, tag out. You know, he's in. <laughs> like it just it's it's hard. That's it's also really, how really we hard. worked in the WWF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just I want to hear more about the you know what is the movie about. We didn't even talk about the plot of the movie. Yeah, where, so where did we this idea come from? We an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get Jurassic World out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Important. <laughs> What's this movie Top about? Yeah, what, uh, what is the movie about? Now that we're done I, talking I about American how they're going to release Jurassic World on VOD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> it's about a haunted skyscraper, and uh, the, the building owners hire our main character to debunk the stories uh, about the, the, the haunted uh, urban Holy legend. shit, it really is Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's the opening sequence of Ghostbusters it's, it's when they go to that hotel to, to, yep. to find Slimer. Absolutely. It's a lot of scenes from Ghostbusters. That's so great. Uh, but even, treated, even treated more too. like a horror movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, secretly, it's our we say it's our audition piece for the next Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, the, uh, <laughs> you, the now you mean the Channing Tatum one? Uh, that Whatever, he's Whatever. To develop, there's, gonna right? be, there's gonna be scraps down the road. And <laughs> we're gonna eat them up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we have a young we have a young Winston pitch. That yeah. I hope. Oh, right, right, oh right. I love it. Yeah, prequel, Young Winston, and we, oh, we've, that's we've, so great. We were trying to when we were doing comics, we were trying to get into writing the com- Ghostbusters comic. And Yo, that up, comic was fucking great too. I gotta great. tell you, it was really good. It was yeah. great, and we were Some like, we, oh yeah, we wanted it so bad, and we came up with all these pitches. Yeah, and, uh, and now it's like this movie franchising again it's yeah like, and I, it actually sounds like, like fantasize you know it kind of <laughs> sounds like they're taking some of those pitches from the comic too to incorporate into this new universe series because they you know that part of the pitch of that comic is there's another crew that is trying yeah. to become another ghostbusters unit and i yeah. the more i read it sounds like that is something that has been pitched around as as potential future ghostbusters stories mm-hmm. i i always liked uh um uh, uh, I forgot his name. I want to call him Ray. What's his real name? Dan Aykroyd. Yes. I always like Dan Aykroyd's Dan original Ak- idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. That takes place in the future? Yeah, that it was like a bunch of exterminators. Like there's pockets of Ghostbusters or this franchise. Oh, yeah. They're firefighters. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or exterminators mm-hmm. or, or plumbers or whatever. And I like the idea that, I, I don't know if this is the case, but like Kristen Wiig's Ghostbusters are different than Channing Tatum's Ghostbusters, yes. are different than the Florida Ghostbusters, yes. Tina Fey's Ghostbusters, hopefully. And <laughs> <laughs> whoever else wants to come along yep. and be a Ghostbuster. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it should all build up Avengers style to some giant crossover where they all fight Zool. I'm uh, so into this, yeah. You know, like, yep. Um, well, but then Infinity Wars will be out, and you can just... Bring them all together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm the Marvel cool Ghostbusters crossover. I'd yeah. be into that, absolutely. <laughs> what Star was Wars and that, John. What was your best Ghostbusters pitch? The oh, Exorcism yeah, of Dana Barrett. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It would have been like a three... It would have been... Uh, so, you know, like, Dana's the center point of mm-hmm. both Ghostbusters movies. Mm-hmm. This would have kind of, like, explained why Dana... Is the way why are ghosts drawn to her? Why is right, she right. Why is it supernatural? How is she her? like the psychic center point for, yeah. for all this pretty. stuff? Yeah, because she's, she's so, so talented. So she's an artist. She's a cellist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you've thought about this. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I don't know though. She's got a kid. How did she red flag. A painter. Red flag. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> she's in the New York Symphony Orchestra. And she's a uh, the real challenge of the pitch was coming up with another implausible job for her to have. <laughs> yeah. Photographer. <laughs> Wartime photographer. Wartime she had really sea good captain. So, <laughs> that's what I got. So did the idea for this movie like kind of strictly come out of uh, uh, of that kind of stuff? Or yeah, yeah. Um, it comes from a few things, you yeah. know. And she's a yeah. So Fallon's character, Fallon Jocelyn, mm-hmm. our lead. Uh, her she's a paranormal investigator, and she tells everybody that there's no such thing as ghosts. And mm-hmm. she has a bunch of cool gadgets. And we were like, you know, we we do arts. We do a lot of art stuff for movies, and uh, art. It was definitely art and prop 
heavy project. I love that. So we got a lot of cool stuff. We got some medical stuff from the fifties that looks oh, like yes. you know like what is that thing that you're using? Yeah. It's very scientific. You know? uh, it's I like, love it. I love I think it. We have things like that. Yes. So like, it's so it is so Ghostbusters influence and that's great. Um, that's like you know we love that stuff so yeah. why isn't why not make something like that Listen, i think about this all the time that uh i i have trouble thinking of other examples of modern movies that are like ghostbusters or an old james bond that's like here's a new piece of technology you've never seen that's really going to impress you and be really cool <laughs> yeah. like right. i don't think we see that that much anymore. or maybe mm. we just live in a world now where Dude, things seem so plausible that nothing everybody seems leaves that out the whole fast franchise they're constantly doing <laughs> all of that the, what do you mean? Furious? Fa- Fast and Furious franchise has been ahead of the curve on everything. <laughs> they, they've been the most diverse cast for for a it's decade very, that's now. Very true. Yeah. They, they've been uh, they're just these earnest movies that champion stunt work, something yeah. that's coming back. They've been doing, you know, uh, limiting CGI. That mm-hmm. is something that's coming back that they've been doing, and uh, introducing crazy, ridiculous gadgets. Like what though? Um, they have oh, all the turbochargers. Yeah, they have. <laughs> oh, they like NOS and stuff. Yeah, like, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, You've only seen what two, two of them. Two of them. Yeah. There's a litany of gadgets. I would <laughs> yeah. What are there twelve now? Or so like... I just saw the two that didn't have any gadgets. <laughs> um, no, they had gadgets. <laughs> there was an um, iPhone. It's called an Android. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the selfie stick. <laughs> I think the first one predates. The first one just had the NOS. The NOS. Yeah. But I, the I new do one that. had. Uh, oh, now now I can't think of it. But I mean, there's there's a MacGuffin in each one of them that is that type of gadget. Vin Diesel's head out of pure steel. So that's I true. guess you could say that's a new invention. And they built a completely new Paul Walker <laughs> out of oh. ash. I mean, I mean, they, no, they, they did. You know, that's yeah. They did. Impressive they did. stuff. It's they gonna did. be kind of weird uh, when like you can like buy the rights. Like some someday cool. you're gonna be able to yeah. buy the rights to Frank Sinatra to be in your oh, movie. Yeah. How yeah. about yeah. the other day? I was I went on Twitter. I was talking about oh oh I just watched Back to School. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like. How come there's not a Twitter bot that just spits out one-liners all day from Ryan Dangerfield? And I tweeted it, and then somebody sent me this Twitter bot that's just Frank's not it uh, sorry, Ryan Dangerfield yep. one-liners, and it's just like they're perfect. And yep. it's like this man lives on in tweets mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. one-liners. It's like kind of weird. He mm-hmm. tweets from the grave like that. That's yeah. I hope to live forever that way as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, you should uh, tweet anything about RoboCup. Nine times out of ten, you will get a response of "I'd buy that for a dollar." Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the guy's name? I forget. I forget yeah. The TV sh- show Red or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's his picture. Yeah. yeah. I buy that you know. You know. Yeah. People are listening. Oh, I've definitely know. tweeted about RoboCup enough times to know that's I know. true. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so and and it's so the movie is is about a is it about a, a like a squad of paranormal investigators yeah. or this single paranormal a single. investigator? Okay. We uh, we scaled our. Our, our budget down uh-huh. so it was an ensemble cast and then it was <laughs> we couldn't build much. four proton packs what are you kidding <laughs> just use the same one <laughs> <laughs> no two proton packs uh, on the screen at the same time <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that uh we've all one um there's actually two there's two paranormal okay. investigators yeah so mm-hmm. so you'll learn we'll learn in this you sound like you just revealed a twist i did i, I did but uh-oh um, but how, uh, how long is the or, i'm sorry how large is the cast Four, five. Uh, we four or five. Yeah, main main characters. Main characters and then we had yeah. a huge party scene where there was like thirty extras, forty okay. extras. Yeah. yeah, and that is that how you flesh out the idea that this is like a, like an actual. Oh, I'm sorry. In the plot, is the building a bit like it's it's an active building, right? It's no. an active so the, office. No, the idea is is like twenty years ago or thirty years ago, there was an office massacre at some Christmas party, okay. and uh, everyone died. And uh-huh. um, the, the reminiscent of the, the Bill Murray movie Scrooge. Reminiscent ah, of Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, a lot of Bill Murray all over this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, uh, the building has never we really recovered from that. We could only get Mosley. 
Well, only, only. Yeah, no, 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 I know. <laughs> he, he, he's gonna listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Has already done any horror? I'm trying to uh, place. I mean, that's Rouge. Like, Rouge. Well, Rouge. 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 technically Zombieland, right? I don't know if that's really a horror movie. I don't know if he did that. Yeah. He showed up in that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Bill Murray did Zombieland, but he didn't act in Zombieland. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, really yeah. didn't get involved much. He, he was not. It wasn't a Bill Murray movie. Uh, so it opens up with this office party massacre, and then it kind of transitions to a couple years later. The building management has had a hard time keeping it open, mm-hmm. so they're they're trying to sell, and the place needs to be debunked. They got to debunk yeah. in order for insurance purposes or like, whatever. And he reveals that there's lots of there's been many of uh, accidents in the in the building, mm-hmm. and so it's got and little, we may meet some of these accidents. It's got a little yeah. overlook hotel thing going on Definitely. then too, yep, like a little yep. bit of uh, you have your own uh, G- Grady. Is that the caretaker's name? Oh, yes, yep. yeah, 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 reminiscent yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, of The Shining, yep. like your yeah. And, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, I love this. That's a great premise, actually. That's a really, really good premise. It was really fun to explore. Execute it. You're gonna be like, this movie's nothing like they described. <laughs> <laughs> There's no office building at all. <laughs> I'm curious. This too. is a titty movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank tits God. Everywhere. What is this? Someone's you know just what? shooting a blood cannon <laughs> at all these tits. <laughs> There's an air compressor in the corner. Five, <laughs> five stars. So you guys, you guys write like together. Yeah. Does it start with an A? <laughs> Fucking five stars. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so you write together. Yes. I write alone. I can't write with other people. Do you do you write alone and combine? Do you work together and bounce ideas? We plot these projects. You mm-hmm. know, they're not like like I'm just gonna turn off and just type, you know. We're yeah. like like even like our, I'm that guy. Our, our first like, comic yeah. our first comic was you know, was like DC's doing this project they're doing this open call because I think we should focus on do this, we should be a zombie thing because like that'll like we just kind of like we, we like these are the element. We come up with the elements. We come up mm-hmm. with the high concept. We kind of bat these ideas around way before we are sitting there talking about what they're going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, are you guys generally working from like at, like just creating like ten page outlines or whatever just to be like these are the beats? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, okay, like, yeah. Like we'll be like we'll just say like a phrase back and forth to each other over and over again in different voices. And then and that grows into a sentence and that grows. And it'll be like this movie. It'll be like this movie. And we'll take this scene from this. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the best way to write a movie. Yeah, you're writing. That's how we've done two, and this is how we did it. Right on. And you just kind of riff. It's not jazz, you know. It's not like I'm just gonna write a song i'm just gonna play something it's like we're gonna it's it's so it's in the end when you're actually shooting it's totally unartistic for us because we've just kind of came up with these things and hopefully everybody that we get together can execute it Mm -hmm. but and but really we're just like coming up with these things that hopefully we can pull it off in the in the medium we're working in with what we have access yeah we like write as producers because Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. So and, and that's okay, so, so smart, yeah. yeah. I, I well, mean, like this movie, we knew yeah. it was gonna be like, oh, it'd be way easier if we shot in Center City in an office. An office can hold a hundred people. You know, it's not a hard place to shoot. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard to shoot in someone's house. Mm-hmm. It's hard to shoot in a bar. Mm-hmm. It's hard to shoot in a diner. But it's easy to shoot in an abandoned office. Mm-hmm. You know, they have industrial bathrooms. They have trash removal. Mm-hmm. These are unfun <laughs> things that no one thinks space. about. You know, oh, yeah. space. yeah, space to eat. Like on the first on the first space movie, we ate in the backyard every day yeah. because we didn't. When we, I mean, we just didn't have tables. Yeah, like, we, everybody. We had a pop tent. There was shade, but it was still outdoor eating every day. Yeah. Um, and this time we knew enough to uh, get to, tables. Yeah, and chairs. <laughs> Chairs now at the table. Next time. Plates. Someday we'll be eating with utensils. Yeah. Right on. But yeah. Next movie. Next movie. (laughs) Writing writing as producers is the way to that we were able to get these projects off the ground. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, now we're like, abandoned buildings, that's the way to make movies. (laughs) I just watched um, this uh, Full Metal Jacket documentary, and 
he Kubrick was wanted to shoot in this particular location because it was getting knocked down, mm-hmm. and he knew it was like, oh, it kind of looks like Vietnam, and if we bring in some trees, I can sell it, mm-hmm. and we can blow up a bunch of shit, and it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I mean, that's like definitely the multi million dollar version of our sure, yeah. movie, but it's like that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely convinced myself if we when we do a next one, we'll we'll we keep saying we want to get uh, like a old uh, hotel. Oh, we, would love yeah. to, we would love to shoot in a hotel, and that just, would be like the step like up from. Yeah. Of, just oh, yeah. there's so many rooms in a hotel you can mm-hmm. think of that you mm-hmm. can be like, all right, well, there's the, there's the lobby, there's the each every room, there's the yeah. there's the suite, you know, there's the the roof access, there's the pool, you, you know, when you come up with the location you're thinking about writing a story about, you can create scenes in the hypothetical location, you know, yeah, or in a casino. Oh, well, it definitely has a roulette oh, casino. You know? good. Like, I was just thinking yeah, that as you, you know? were saying hotel, I was like, that is interesting and that's cool and that is a step up, but it's like. There's a lot of hotel horror movies, but if I'm thinking about it, like office building horror is pretty unique, I think. I don't mm. know that that's a thing I'm terribly familiar with. No, tower saw... horror is a thing. Tower horror Tower is horror has been thing. around since yeah. Poltergeist 3, but yeah. pr- and probably long before that. But Oh, Poltergeist 3 office is in building. an apartment building, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the... Yeah, I, forgot about, I always forget since. about a, uh, mm-hmm. Poltergeist 3. You really should forget about Poltergeist 3. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the yeah, there's good <laughs> reason you're forgetting about it. Uh, but uh, the, the, a casino is actually casino. like... That's a great... I don't yeah. think I've... A casino horror... I don't know that it's... I'm going to forget the name of it, but we watched a really good one in preparation. It was. It all took place in the bathroom at an office oh, party. Oh, that was great. Uh, a zombie one. It was a zombie movie. A guy goes to the bathroom to like smoke a joint in the uh-huh. stall, and in that time, while he's away from the party, a zombie outbreak occurs, and now he's trapped in the oh, bathroom right for the rest of the movie. That's cool. 40 totally minutes. budget yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It's that's a, cool. 40 minutes, you never leave the stall. You're just yeah, in the stall. Wow. With him. Yeah. He loses a screwdriver. He uh-huh. can't. He's got to reach for the screwdriver. Now he can't get. Um. Uh. Now he can't get to the. Um. Uh, to the other side of the room, he tries to crawl into the other stall. He's a very likable actor, though. Yeah, too. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. the whole thing that sells it. But I, I yeah. think I want to see yeah. this. This sounds yeah, crazy. I can't remember the name. Uh, we'll I, find it for you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could. I'm sure I can just Google zombie Probably. bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah, what it's, yeah. called? it's called? Zombie bathroom. Zombie bathroom. Yeah, because I hear zombie versus doing very well, and I can't imagine it's for any reason other than its name. Zombievers. Zombievers. Yeah. I keep almost pressing play on that. Because it's and called Zombievers, yeah, right? I, I, That's my point. It actually looks like it might be like a, a pretty high-quality movie. It, it looks like it's got some, some value. I don't know. N- not actually a titty movie. Not it's actually not a titty, titty movie. movie. No, I'm joking. Of course <laughs> it is. It does <laughs> have a of lot of beavers. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's cool. Do you guys have like um, – is there some like – Whatever, like big high concept that you that you are interested in. Is there like some dream project that you're interested oh, yeah. in getting to? All the money in down the world, the all the resources. What would you make? Um, Sequest remake. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> and you can digitally put Jonathan Brandis in it. Paul <laughs> Walker style. That's his go-to he's answer. And it's so ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> Roy Schneider, man. Black Roy Schneider Schneider <laughs> in the flesh, in the digital flesh. All the projects. All the projects we mentioned earlier are really the vanity projects. I bring up C Lab because I love the idea of like Trove up to his knees in a water tank having to pet a dolphin that doesn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> just make it through the scene. Just make it through the scene. <laughs> Let's get through lunch. Uh, yeah, I mean, we love to do Ghostbusters. We love to do Star Wars, you know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we and it's sci-fi, great. you know. We yeah, I know. It's uh, we're living in this period of uh, '80s nostalgia right now. Yeah, so. and universes. Everyone yeah. wants to build a universe that trickles down to all these little yeah. properties and action figures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not entirely unfeasible to say like we might be able to grab at a tale of Star Wars and. I, I mean, mean boom, yeah. I mean, it, there's know? a shit in the mouth. Phase <laughs> like, eighteen yeah, Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you know, if it, let's do a half hour. More so now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little short, straight to the Star Wars. That's the thing, though. I, we are living in a world. Again, it's like Jurassic World was just dra- directed by a guy that made one, maybe two features before this. And yeah, they were very small I think he just features. Made one. Yeah, and, I mean, it, and it, was, it was only okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was oh, decent. I mean, what's called up Rocky Seven is that 
the director, he did one movie, yep. and I mean it was a hit, but sure. like, yeah. Uh, but then like we're also making micro budget movies, and people who are making low budget movies are making like a hundred thousand oh, to yeah. five right. million, like ten million dollar movies. Well, are indie movies. Flavor, right. We're like trauma level, you know. Flavor. We're like. Yeah. But I'm bringing a peanut butter and jelly. I feel like from that world is where we're getting like Netflix directors, and yeah. where we're getting like you know what I mean. Like I feel like you're looking at this world now where like you guys could direct a Marvel thing if maybe you ended up in uh, whatever what the 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 branch of Netflix that is doing like their smaller characters. Yeah. On, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. I think that it actually is pretty reasonable at this point to if you are somebody that my understanding is if you are somebody that can go like listen here was the proposed budget. Here's the movie we made, mm-hmm. and here's how we ended up not just in the black, but we made a little bit back on top of it. Great. We'll fund you the next one. Yeah. That's how we got to the second one. It was easier to do the second one. Mm-hmm. Like, the first one was like, we're making a movie. And they're like, you guys make comic books. You guys don't even draw them. They're <laughs> 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 like, yeah, Story but we're going to make a movie. <laughs> it's going to be great. I swear. And it was hard to get people on board. Yeah. Uh, and now this time, it was not that... It was just way easier. It's like, oh, you guys made a movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, you mm-hmm. have to convince people last time, and this time everyone's like, when are we making another movie? Another movie? Like, t- we had a good time. February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was definitely easier this time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of just strangers even, like, can we come in your place and shoot a movie? Like, well, you guys make movies? <laughs> <laughs> We've seen them. We, we're, we watch a lot of director's commentary, you know. <laughs> uh, but it was easier. It was just way, way easier. Just people believe us th- uh, mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. around and – yeah, because you can pull a DVD out of your pocket. Like, like, we what's, made this. what's this? Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it is oh, weird, yeah, though, but check I mean, these out. And even if it is something like it's a, what is it called? It's Alpha Girls? It's like, oh. even if they don't recognize it, it's like the fact that it's a physical DVD, DVD. like a product that they recognize. Yeah. Even if it's, even if the thing itself they don't know. It's a know, movie. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, okay, that's legitimacy. Yeah. You know, like I mean, that. it's not a hit movie, but it's a movie. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make so, lots of movies that aren't hits, right? Yeah. In terms Almost exclusively these days, I think. In terms of getting Bill Mosley, was that something? We were like, oh, Bill Mosley would be good for this, or was it like, I think we can get Bill Mosley? Uh, I can't say his name. Uh, (laughs) I guess it was a little bit of both. We 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 made a a dream list, yeah, and he was the top, and we got him. But we like, I guess so. We knew we were gonna get we we wrote a small role for a big part, you know, Mm -hmm. or a small kind of shooting age for a big character, and we had a couple people lined up, and it's just that, oh, if he can't do it, this guy can do it. If he can't do it, this guy can do it, and. Um, but Bill Mosley was great, and he he was he came out. He was like so much a cruise mm-hmm. actor, like you know they say like who's cool. Like Bill Mosley's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. And like it's, like this is our first time dealing with SAG as well as, oh, as yeah. producers. Yeah, yeah, like we Ron Jeremy, not SAG. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> believe it. He breaks this, the union rules. <laughs> Takes it in cash. <laughs> Had to leave it on the dresser. But he, <laughs> but Bill uh, was definitely like kind of. He it was a learning experience, and he definitely taught us things along the way too. And then he put in a sixteen. We worked him for two days, two long days. And then he put in a sixteen-hour day at the end. Last day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We only had him for a couple of days, yeah. and we're like, Bill, we're gonna be shit out of luck at the, at the end of this movie if you don't, if you leave right now. So please mm-hmm. don't leave. And but he knows like, that oh, right, story. Yeah. He works on like every movie he works on, or like not every movie, but he works on a lot of people's first movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like he deals with first-time directors constantly. Yeah. We're yeah, we're second-time directors, but just two of us. But so he definitely has worked on bigger shit shows than our movie. You know, we, I was just gonna say, I imagine actually that that was probably to your guys's benefit to be working oh, yeah. with somebody who's who um, I guess in his own way can almost mentor you guys. Yeah, if that definitely. makes sense. And we could have been way shittier, and it yeah. would've, he would have been cool with that. Like right. that's what it's cool about Bill. Mosley. He came very highly recommended from other. Uh, Productions that we knew who had worked with him because of his, um, his uh, hardworking ethic. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and like it's a, it was a learning environment, you know. He's not pretentious at all. He's nope. just yeah. like, and like 
he's like, we're making horror movies, you know. You want me to want me to wear some makeup or like wear some crazy in my face? And we're like, no. Pull my titties out. He's just one of those titty pictures. He's zero. He's really smart. He wrote for Omni magazine. Right? Did he really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. He's a guy. He's really awesome. He's always playing word games. Like you know, he's like just waiting to set up, and he'll be he'll like find a word, like like take like the word movie. He'll be like, how many? words can they make out of that one word he'll be like all right there's the word mo and then there's the word you know like move move vine or not vine but you know what i mean <laughs> he will <laughs> not vine he's but much he, better like, he's always like playing mind games and like word games and and now you're looking at it like how many yeah, words are in there do that. i want to be ohm? like bill mosley right? ohm is a word technically i think uh oh that would be but it's O-H-M. H, yeah vi 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 and then i've that's a contraction yes so yeah, we would have to buy an apostrophe at some point but um, <laughs> but he's a cool guy and he helped, he had a lot of input. He was like, I don't think my character would do that. Or I think my character will do this. Mm-hmm. And then he told us one like the day before his last day, he was like, in this one scene, I'm gonna take all of my clothes off. And we're like, oh, okay, that that's cool. That'd be really freaky. That'd be real weird. And then we got the scene and we're like. And he didn't do it. And he like freaked us out. I guess <laughs> like I think he like I think he's just messing with us. Yeah, he like he was like, like oh, this, this party's gonna do this. What are we gonna do? What's everybody gonna do? Like, yeah. We didn't even like. <laughs> I think you wanted to see if we'd. And then no. we all squirmed. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like he's just he's a cool, funny guy. I just like gonna... that you guys were like, yeah, fuck it. Bill Moses got to get naked. <sighs> You're gonna take your clothes off. Well, if he can take dude. his pants <laughs> off, that means we can take our pants off. Everyone take their clothes off. It's a chain reaction. Is that a SAG rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got you you get overtime for it. The grips were gonna do it anyway, but. <laughs> the electricians were not. <laughs> um, and I, like I said, he really helped us out, like uh, uh, in so far as experience and whatnot. This is our first time doing the big bad guy thing, right? At the mm. end of the movie, you know, your bad guy shows up, and I guess I kind of am, but every, uh, yeah, I think everybody already knew. Yeah, he's Bill Mosley. But he he definitely helped us like figure out in the script like we wrote like bad guy shows up at the end, bad guy does this, bad guy does this, bad guy does this, and you know he helped us maybe rearrange the order of words and actions so f- that it continually escalated mm. and so like part his performance then was like was was um uh, dialed in so that we never we didn't go up and down like at right. the end of the movie we built to this like really tense conclusion and you know i, I it was really fun to watch cool. yeah he, he, it's also funny talking to like an adult who oh, you know yeah. like who's like no you know in the supernatural you know I, I don't think like a divot box would really like do that. like he has like a very like <laughs> like like he just knows it and we're like right of course like we just you, know, you, have to <laughs> you were in that thing I know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> yes, I know you're right you're right, I'm you're a, right. I'm a, I'm a, am I a Babylonian or a pre Babylonian yeah, like, oh, yeah you're totally Babylonian <laughs> is that is that I'm, I'm getting a feeling that that's the impression of what Bill Mosley's like that's what he's like, like to me that that's what he's, he's, <laughs> he's very casual well, he's, he's very casual just like talking about like this like these supernatural things like it's like talking to like you know ray from the ghostbusters like yeah. he just yeah. like says all these things and you're like yeah I got, that makes sense bill that's like he's like <laughs> but he just like knows it he, he lives it you know yeah, he yeah that's true he every he it's re- it's so regular to him and mm-hmm. you know and it's regular mm-hmm. to us but it's just funny to like find someone else who's like oh right of course like i don't know yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, he's like my he's like my dad's age guess, yeah, it's he's like, in your, yeah you know he's in the wheelhouse with you yeah he definitely jumped right in we were like a community of people who've been working together for quite some time and everybody's like good friends and we're i don't know eight days deep by the time he showed up mm-hmm. and you're yeah. just like okay it's one of these let's do it yeah. Like, oh, right on. yeah and th- that's like i don't know confidence builder on our side you know he's like you know he's the the important person who's showing up to set and then you know the whole crew we're running around making sure that like oh everything's perfect for when right. bill shows up 
and then like the pressure's off, and it's like, oh, he's cool, he's a cool dude. We can we can just make some art. We can yeah, thank God he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you like, never know. If I was, I mean, I I cannot act at all. But if I was an actor and Bill Mosley showed up and I had to act opposite him, it would affect my performance. But then to find out that he's cool would would make that better. Yeah, he definitely. Just make he, it a much and more he like worked with Fallon. Like they would just like I'm saying like they would do these word games just like in between mm. takes and just he kept her entertained and they like they, they were bad. They were great because they because of who he was off off camera mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Then we met up with him at Monster Mania. We got barbecue with him. Yeah, like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a cool That's guy. Awesome. And he had a huge long line at Monster Mania, and he got up from behind the booth for every single person every who single came person, by yeah. and took a picture with them. That's amazing. I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize how many people were just like crazy about him. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, like I think of him as like you know like an old head to like horror, like ah, you know, he's got like some clout and whatnot. But I think because of things like Repo the Genetic Opera, he has a much younger fan base mm-hmm. of like teenagers. Oh, yeah. I think even yeah. Devil's Rejects and stuff like yeah. that, right? Like that's it, where it, I yeah. first kind of yeah. picked him up was mm-hmm. the the Rob Zombie movies because yeah. I met him at a Monster Mania when I was like fifteen, yeah. and it was like, oh fuck, it's this guy. He's, uh, I, yeah. hope, I hope he's not a dick. Yeah, and he was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did an interview while we were there, and we overheard uh, the the little kid interviewed him for for some horror podcast, you know. <laughs> and the kid was like, "What is one role you'd like to play? If if you could play any role, what would it be?" And he was like, "A nice person." <laughs> 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 and he is like that's, oh, that's so <laughs> tragic. <laughs> I would be like, like I wish people just thought I was nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good at playing an evil person. <laughs> that's so wild. The yeah. tragedy of even being Robert Bill England has played nice people. That's true. He's yeah. made the jump. <laughs> wow. No, oh, that that really kind of ruined my day. That's sad. Uh, well, if you <laughs> go to Monster Mania this year, <laughs> Jerry yeah. Hill, you know, just be like, hey, Bill, yeah. I'm gonna write a Tell nice how much you Bill Mosley movie <laughs> and pitch it to him. He sells a. Uh, He'll do it. It sounds like you're the dad, and you're. An awesome dad. <laughs> Here's a dad. It's called it's Mr. Mom. It's, it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> Your kids get tons of gifts. Yeah, well, nobody dies. No one dies. Oh, um, amazing. Sounds sweet. So goes it's great. called Life with Bill. <laughs> Based on a true story. <laughs> so you guys said you do have a plan for release. Do you actually know, um, uh, like, uh, dates? Uh, like, uh, do you guys even know the window you're releasing within? Like, do you have sort of a not this Halloween, okay. but the next Halloween? If you got, goes, you got time. To, we got some time to get this stuff in the bag. When, yeah. When we did Alpha Girls, we we're like, oh, I'll probably be done like in a month. You know, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. for like three years, we're like a month, and uh, yeah. we're just realistic about it. We know. We're just how long it takes at mm-hmm. this point. And like, if yeah. you want it to have it come out for Halloween 2016, uh, and that'll be around the time that it'll be done editing, uh, you have to hand it in in June 2016, mm-hmm. which means it has to be done being edited about April 2016 mm-hmm. so that you can get your whole package together to send it out to the distributor. So it's a process that'll be, like, wrapping up this Christmas, this this uh, this New Year's, yep. but uh, it, it then goes through, like, quality control and yep. subtitles and you guys have to mastering. Rated? No, uh, not no, unless we no. end up with a theatrical release. Right. But um, uh, you know, it's if all we, scan, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it would. Um, I'm looking forward to the road trip. Getting the, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> you actually did this. The, uh, the closed captioning, you have to write out the whole every. Yeah, and you every, guys have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Or you can pay somebody to do it. <laughs> right. But <laughs> if fuck that. Yeah, if you're fuck fucking that. rich, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure other movies pay people. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. The 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 producers and directors don't do it, but you know. That's we fascinating. You guys have to fucking close caption. We we do movie. every we did it like every part of the process. And yeah. if it's not one yeah. of us, it's one of the pro- one right of exactly yeah, producers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like, and we have a very. Great I need to make a sandwich. Sit down and fucking mm-hmm. copy this scene. <laughs> yep. We I mean we we had the we're gonna DVDs made. Like all right, yeah. time to buy the USP code. You right. know, like you know, like yeah. things you don't even think about. Jesus, like, yeah. And you're at this level that's just you're doing every single thing as opposed to like hiring a 
or you know a like place that somebody does that to stuff. be in charge yeah. of it or whatever yeah. yeah i mean every project's independent you know even like the biggest movies are still just hiring a dude who's I mean, an yes. independent mm-hmm. contractor who's you know or a lady you know who's an independent <laughs> contractor <laughs> and yeah. Contract at, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I guess like they just have you know the bigger you get the more of these things you do the more the more the the contractors kit involves the publicity as well yeah mm-hmm. but you know this is us we do our own publicity we do our own Twitter and we do our own yeah. stunts and do our own stunts so where can we follow you on Twitter yeah plug that stuff uh, American Exorcist it's spelled a little weird for for Twitter because the name is too long but mm-hmm. uh, it's no e. Uh, but in uh, Facebook, American Exorcist uh, movie, uh, American Exorcist movie dot com, and Instagram, American Exorcist. Uh, right on the Indiegogo campaign is what's going on right now. Is that right? Yeah, we just launched that because we we need more money to finish yeah. the movie. And then can that be found at American Exorcist movie dot com? Yes, they go? Okay, that's the redirect. Good. Awesome, yeah. perfect. And there perfect. are tons of awesome rewards there for you, including uh, autographed uh, uh, props by Bill Mosley scripts. Oh, awesome. yeah, we, we got scripts oh, cool. signed. We got that's a limited awesome. edition print. Um, uh, Tony's print? girlfriend made it. It's a Ouija board that says American Exorcist. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, that's we have cool. T-shirts. We have, we have tons of merch. So because we come from comics, so we have uh, merch. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we have some cool rewards. That's it. Was our Kickstarter was very successful. I think because we had a lot some of cool, pretty cool rewards. Cool rewards, yeah. yeah. And if uh, you're interested at all in the movie, please give the twenty bucks for to pre-order it and yeah. um, get it uh, the s- uh, the day it comes out. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, email it right to you. And the the twenty and so that is for like a, an actual copy of the movie. This, we're not talking like a digital copy of the movie. They'll get a they'll get a DVD in their mailbox. The DVD is more than twenty, but the DVD is also available. Awesome, awesome, very cool. Yep. Uh, and uh, so what? Um, uh, it, do you guys want to plug any personal stuff, like anything beyond the movie, or, or, um, or strictly keep it to the movie? I don't know how many Philly people who listen to your site, but uh, probably more than uh, from anywhere else. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's kind of it's our probably base, our main demographic. Audience. Okay, yeah. we sell we sell T-shirts um, mm-hmm. that are Philly kind of themed shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, our site is called South Fellini. That's our produ- <laughs> that's our production company actually. But I like that. We sell T-shirts on there, and we d- we we sell the Wawa John shirt. And oh yeah, okay. we've seen it around town. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of our more popular shirts. We sell lots of. Philly shirts that are not sports shirts. Hey. So we have Philly pride that necessarily, you know, for the Eagles or whatever. I but we love the Eagles. But you know, what love I mean. that. Yeah, we. I'm not a sports that. guy. <laughs> yeah, I love but the you city. love Philly, but you I have to rock Philly. the yeah. Philly stuff, you know. But um, you know, we do the Vine Lorraine shirts. Um, oh, cool. We do all, all kind of very different. Was that your dream location for for the movie that you it just was. shot? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. We, we used to call it the Vine Lorraine all the time. It starts with the D. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's too deep. Too deep. That place is a mess. But yeah. that is that is the project we talked about for years. Mm-hmm. Did you write for? I mean, like you wrote for that then? For like with that? We in talked. Mind? We talked about the haunted hotel, you know, building for the longest time, and mm. um, sort of. It just been like it just kind of came like that was what really was available. We yeah. we have a friend who's a location manager, Chris Gormley, and he works on all the big movies. But we're friends with him, so he's like, Chris, show us all the locations. And he, he gets us into these places. That's you know? cool. I guess originally we were trying to use the Inquirer building. Which, oh, yeah. yeah. Which ended up being the exterior. We shot tons of exteriors oh, for cool. it. Oh, cool. Yeah. But uh, interior, it is just non-operational. Oh, yeah. they, didn't have, they didn't have heat. That or was water. shot in February. Oh, or water. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Shit. no bathrooms. So you can't, yeah, you wouldn't be able to. That's a great <laughs> building, though, for your exterior. That's Beautiful. a, that's yeah. a yeah. really interesting looking building. They were yeah. cool, too. They were like, yeah, you guys can shoot yeah, here. Yeah, Mark Blackstein. Surprisingly cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't feasible for to, yeah, to actually yeah. shoot th- in that location. Well, no, I mean, yeah, how we yeah. got people to come and work in our movies that it was comfortable yeah. where we were shooting like that. 
Oh, that, I mean, you hear those stories all the time. Actors are like, listen, uh, half the time I don't get paid to make the movies I make, but they got great fucking craft services. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you we make had, them comfortable, you can get good work out of people. We had killer food. Yeah. You know, we had um, really comfortable. It was February. It was freezing. Our building was very warm and toasty. Yeah, and, yeah. And our friends, were, some people were getting rocky and are freezing their asses off. And then they like, oh, they got them back. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, yeah. warm up. Get to come to the cozy horror like, here's movie some, set. Here's some cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fire the blood cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I want a blood oh cannon. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have you back for another episode, and we're going to talk Great. exclusively about blood cannons. Our pleasure. We'll bring so, it with I mean, us. That, that <laughs> rings to me that you guys used practical blood. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's fading, you, you and know, especially in, in lighter-budget movies because it's so cheap to have I mean, we digital like, splatter. We, we did digital splatters in the first one, and, mm. man, we, like... It can people work. People give a shit, you know? Like, hey, here's our movie. People are like, yeah, that's cool. Blood sucks and like, uh, all right, sorry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> people do care about that. People that care is about a thing it. that people so care about. When we, it's done poorly, it takes me out of an experience. We, but when it's an enhancement, I'm into it. We this was like a practical effect movie, and that's yes. the kind of thing we kind of really pride ourselves on. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, we post on on the horror subreddit a lot, and mm-hmm. it's like, what do you guys like? What do you guys hate? You know, and it's like this. We hate that. We love this, and mm-hmm. it's. Um, we just we did tons of practical effects. Just squib anybody? I love a good squib. I know uh, they don't use them anymore because people get injured with squibs all the time. Squibs. We didn't no. do squibs. We, we did blood pumps, but we didn't pumps, do any, yeah. any yeah. actual um, squibbing. That's the kind of stuff like muzzle flash and um, and actual pops. I think that'll be where we go digital with it. Yeah, we kind of learned a tip for anybody who's into digital blood splatter that when you have it coming at the camera, it's better than if you try and match some kind of like X Y Z. Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah, like these digital like effects. Sometimes these guys are like. The guy who does our digital effects, Hugo, will be like, "That's easy, that's hard. That's easy, that's hard." Yeah. And we're like, "And it's that's easy." And you don't and know that's which hard, is which. You know? yeah, like we have no yeah. idea, you know. But putting it in the foreground and having it maybe like come up from the bottom of the frame, coming at the camera, these things like then you can add like a Gaussian blur or a lens yeah. blur, right? And yeah. it helps sell it a little bit mm-hmm. better. Otherwise, it's all, I mean, like you're sh- you know you're shooting a movie in motion, people are moving, cameras moving, the way pixelation mm-hmm. works, these digital effects that you're laying on top of them might not always. It's never gonna quite match mm-hmm. up yeah. to what the natural. I was. At I mean, this is a super weird comment and going to bring us right back to Jurassic World, but there's uh, some clearly digital helicopter work in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did this weird thing where, like, they, you know, when if you watch a helicopter take off, it has that weird kind of like it, it does, you know, it doesn't just lift off like smoothly. Yeah. It's got that weird shake to it. Mm. There were some clearly digital helicopters in this movie that had that weird shake. But it was so unnat. Like that was how I knew no, it was no, digital. No, that was, was the gag because the guy had just learned how to fly a helicopter no, that day. I understand that, yeah, but it didn't yeah. look real. That's my point. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I yeah, could yeah. tell it was a digital helicopter they because just moved that, the mat. Yeah, yeah, it just it did not look the, the way a real helicopter yeah, looks yeah. when it does. Well, that. they probably didn't want a real guy like hey! exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but because to, to your point though, yeah. that's, I mean that's yeah. the thing. You it's hard to reproduce that actual natural movement of something it, like blood right. or whatever with pixels. It was one of those things where we're like, oh, this is what you guys like. Yeah. I will do that, and we like, we <laughs> yeah, built yeah. sets. We shot like mm-hmm. that's that we brought tons. Of spe- we definitely like, up the blood game. Up the blood that's game. That's awesome. All practical effects. You know, we do. We talk about that on the show a lot. That Does anyone get like severed in some way, and then they don't realize it, and then suddenly they realize it and no, fall to pieces? Okay, <laughs> just make sure. I'm a, I'm a little over that one. So I'm <laughs> I like that's... that one, but we didn't do that one. No, uh, no, that would I guess that would have involved like making a. Like a prosthetic body part, or yeah, or yeah. Or yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Some body parts are lost, but we, uh, 
you know as soon as it like, happens. It's, so, it's like, <laughs> the effects you see, you'll be like, it's like, oh, I know they did that. I know, <laughs> you know, but it's it, they're, that's they're kind cool. of the fun of some of this stuff. Yeah, though. absolutely. And there, I think the charm. Th- I was gonna say, I think that is part of the charm for horror movie fans, especially. You know, it's mm-hmm. like being able to look at something and go, like, I feel like I could do that in my backyard. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I think definitely. there's a little bit of that. Horror movies and you know, comics. You know, people who love horror movies and people who love comics are also people who are just about ready to make their first horror movie or first comic. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's. It kind of has this like role in the same playing field. Yeah, you know? like we made this day, together, you know? even though I had nothing to do with your movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the idea behind all of it is like we were have we made this because it was fun for us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's something that resonates with everybody. I mean, it's like Evil Dead. You know, it's like there's a group of dudes who are just like we're gonna make something really cool, and mm-hmm. it's like we're a bunch of dudes who make and want to make something cool. You know, it's like yep. it's that attitude, and it's like we can do this, and uh, you know, just trying to drive each other crazy, but it's like. You, it's easy if mm-hmm. you think about it. You yeah. Know, now that being said, would you ever go outside of genre fair? Would you ever do a drama? Or uh, is that something I don't think that anyone's interests buying you? Buying that, you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, let's let's just say you know, perfect situation. You can make whatever you want, no limitations. People are coming. They're gonna. Would pay you for ever? Tickets. Would you ever consider? If they hired us for like West Wing, the next that, generation. That's not what they would hire us for, though. That's like no. You guys are like I mean, the West Wing <laughs> next generation. Yeah, yeah. That is the best. I mean, even in terms of just like, would you ever go? I'm gonna. You know, pump out a, a dramatic script, and and want to make that. It would pro- always probably like but the thing is we would all, we would no, if we were writing a script by craziness. We, if we yeah. were writing a script, mm. there would be a goal for it that we were like, oh, because someone's looking for this kind of mm. hospital drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, it's like you guys said, you're you're you're, you're filmmakers that are that are also producers. You're making these films yeah. from the producer's perspective. So part of that perspective is what are people buying right now? Right, right? Sure. Like that's yeah. got to be in part terms of, it. of like you and I are comics, and anything I've ever written, I cannot help but make it a little bit funny in some way. Sure, mm-hmm. that's the yeah. muscle that I'm flexing. So I just well, and I wonder, I wonder myself creatively, you know, could I just write something that is that is just a if, you know a drama? If you look mm-hmm. at I don't our know body, if I can. So I wonder, can you escape horror like that? I don't know. If this is like a pretentious or obnoxious, but like we have a body. Suddenly we have a body of work, and we mm-hmm. never really intended to have a body of work. We suddenly <laughs> do, and kind of like they're all kind of like genre, like like zombie thing or vampire thing but they're all like also a very serious version of it it's like mm-hmm. a very serious sorority slasher it's a very mm-hmm. serious ghost hunter movie like it's but it's also kind of funny like w- they're a little like, playful yeah like our like our zombie comic is like all the men in the world are zombies and all the women are in these girl gangs and it's like this <laughs> it's like this over the top like thing but it's also like this like very serious gangster story yeah. drawn but, like powerpuff girls yeah drawn like powerpuff <laughs> girls and it's like it's like wait it's like it's like almost like the godfather but it's like but they're these, you know, these lesbian gangs. Right, they're women. Yeah, they're yeah. doing it like they're scantily clad. And it's like this is very serious for a, you know, a zombie <laughs> uh, girl gang thing. It's also really and that's interesting. That's kind of an art thing, yeah. and we didn't really set out to be like that. But mm. now that we've done like vampire stuff, zombie stuff, sorority girl stuff, you know, ghost hunter stuff, when we did uh, our image comic was uh, werewolves on Mars. You know, it's a very <laughs> awesome. serious, and it's like it's like oh, that's ridiculous, but it's actually about a love triangle. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was just thinking hitting. Mars has more moons. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we sold it, dude. <laughs> it's part of an eclipse. Oh, nice. <laughs> but you know, it's actually about a love triangle that happens to be on a moon base, on a Mars base. You know, yeah. and it's like. It's these serious. I love that. These serious stories that kind of take place in these very absurd worlds. The grindy, that, and we didn't intend it to be our thing. That's yeah. just kind of yeah. how it turned out, and that's kind of been our style. Uh, something. Uh, so that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Your style, because yeah. that's like I said. I can't not write a little funny. Yeah. 
And I, I, that's awesome. Yeah. And people think our stuff's going to be like really funny because we're, we're pretty silly, but are actually really serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. The, Dan and I talked about part of what uh, worked for us. Uh, I'm just going to bring up another movie again as an example. Part of what worked for like Captain America 2, I think, is the best thing Marvel has done. And part of the reason that works so well is they take this silly comic book you know, premise, which is sort of the shell of it, uh, and put it inside of a 70s political paranoid thriller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so the idea of going like, hey, the premise is werewolves on Mars, but actually the structure of this whole thing is is kind of a classic love triangle. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like the idea of going like, here's one roadmap and here's another one. Let's see what happens when we transpose them on top of each other. It's definitely like we come up with a high concept and it's like, all right, what's really going on in the story? You right. know, yeah. it's, just, it's just West Side Story with vampires. Right. What yeah. are the nuts and bolts? You know what I mean? Like that's connects kind of like, with people too. Yeah. Is that, you know, I can see a high or, concept. Or and go, and that's what mm-hmm. I, I don't like about Jurassic World. I see the concept. It's awesome. But I don't connect with anybody because there is no love triangle or right. story yeah. there to draw we, you in. We wrote a pitch years ago, and it's called Jurassic Tart, and it was about uh, <laughs> oh dinosaurs man, invade about dinosaurs Tart. invade parrots. And we, this script, this pitch went nowhere. But yeah. it didn't. It was like, what's the story about dinosaurs invade Paris? And it's like, okay, but what are the characters? Into? Like, what's about the characters? Yeah, that's the plot. Like, what's uh, the story? They're like uh, running from the dinosaurs, you know? And <laughs> yeah. it, in, I, French. Like, in French, <laughs> in French, while the croissants, you know? And it, like, it had all these like. Like, cool hip, you know, like, like, oh, it's a cool location, these cool visuals, these cool things, like dinosaurs. And it's like, these characters were cool, but they weren't necessarily, we weren't rooting for them. We didn't, mm-hmm. there was nothing going on with mm-hmm. them, you know? That's and essential. I feel like you need that. Yeah, there was first. no actual story. And, you know, Dan and I talk about the difference between plot and story all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And we did this vampire story for DC, and it's really Romeo and Juliet with, you know, Catholic vampire girls and you know <laughs> and it's it's like that's a very romantic story about Catholic vampires yeah, <laughs> like teenage vampires ah. <laughs> that, I, I just think that's such a especially to you know quote unquote mashup culture it's not what you're doing but you you know uh, I think what has come out of that which is so great is this idea that like well we don't you know a, a gangster movie doesn't just have to be a gangster movie There's a bunch of Italian. Yeah, le- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it can be, uh, you know, it can be set in this world of zombies and yeah, girl gangs. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's, uh, and I think that that is uh, sort of this beautiful place we've landed because of you know whatever people like Tarantino and stuff like that who are yeah, just like definitely. let's grab a bunch of influences it's mix up culture it's, put it's them in a blender YouTube, yeah. it's, it's yep. YouTube trailers that get yep. recut you yep. know it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah Shining the Shining as That's a father son exactly. story exactly yeah, that yeah. was great you mean Shining, shining. yeah yeah Shining, shining. Yeah. <laughs> you can take uh, a Shane Black Christmas action movie and turn it into Iron, call Man, it Iron 3. Man 3 yeah. yep. it's, uh, it's musical loops you know what I mean yeah, it's sampling yep. all this stuff and that's kind of like we're high concept of ups- obsessed when it comes to as an audience when it, when it comes to what we're watching. Yeah. You know, like you tuned into Lost because it was a mysterious island, but you stayed there because Sawyer was so damn because we love the Sawyer's fucking character. <laughs> yeah. When, when Sawyer was stuck in the seventies and he yeah. was dating oh, Juliet. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, when oh. Juliet got blown up, I I you cried wept. a little bit. Oh, you wept. Was, was Son brutal. of a bitch. Not as hard as the end of people Period hate 7, on that but season, <laughs> but I fucking love that season. Oh man. Um, but I think I think yeah, that's high, like part of it, and that's and high why concept is how we kind of write. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like all right, DC's looking for something, or these guys are looking for this thing. Let's you guys come can, up with this. You can tell you guys come from a comic book world. That yeah, that, yeah. that is very often the, the I mean, c- that's all they do in the comic book world is these big pitches. You yeah, know, sometimes these yeah. big high concept. They're writing comics. No they write comics to get so that hopefully someday their comic can turn into a movie. Right. You yes. know, it's like well, I'm just write a movie. You know, and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cut out but the middleman. Yeah, but that's kind of how we. You have to kind That's of literally how you guys got into making movies. 
Yeah, he yeah. started much. writing a comic and cut out the middleman. That's everybody in comics. That's yeah. like everyone in comics yeah. writing their comic because like hopefully someday maybe yeah somebody's gonna make this into a movie. Yeah, and it's funny. I feel like initially comics were written just because it was like oh we could never actually show this, so let's just we can throw a huge amount of imagination at it and someone will draw it. Yep. And now yeah I guess now you're just writing a storyboard. Yep. And to some degree it'll all be replaced by video games as you get to choose the path of these characters and be like oh did you get to the and I think that's coming faster than we even realize that exists. Those Game of Thrones. Uh, guest games they do yep. it for Walking Dead mm-hmm. yep. that's all it is is a choose your own adventure that has a very basic rubric that you follow with variables that don't stray you too far yeah. yep. so it's the illusion of choice and it's it's still just a good little movie yeah, yeah. And if I the art's good, you'll you'll hang out. Oh yeah, those I were great. I, the Game of Thrones games are awesome. I yeah. just obsessively really awesome. played through Fallout Three th- for the first time, and it held my interest literally on a story level. And really? I don't think I've ever really played a game that truly held my interest on a story level. Hmm. You know, it wasn't the mechanics that kept me. It wasn't the like the challenge it, yeah. of you know. It was like, oh, I really do want to know like what the fuck is going on in this right. dumb little town right. I just found. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is impressive, actually. When, um, when I was in film school, they made us learn HTML and CSS and a bit of web programming and whatnot because I, I got to believe they thought in 2000, they thought that all movies would be like that video game Myst uh-huh. where yep. you'd, like, you'd go through a world and you'd solve puzzles and like you'd uncover things. Your senior class who did that are like, like, like where's their movie? It's, like, it's a website. I'm like, yeah. These guys, yeah, these guys <laughs> built a website, and you would like go, you went through the experiences, choosing different links and going to different like rooms on the mm-hmm. website. It's not a movie, yeah, you, but they <laughs> but shot, but it yeah. was, yeah, right. But that's what it is now. Yeah. And um, and then I guess it was, you know, it's a little ahead of its time. It's a college project or whatever. Sure. But, uh, they're still doing stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, they're pumping out uh more filmmakers like that. Than like mm-hmm. us, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's interesting to see where it's going to go. It is, yeah. It's just it's such a uh, we're we're in just a, n- a new like wild west period because of the internet. I think. You and know? I wonder if it'll stay as cheap as we move forward into right. this kind of like w- filmmaking. We, we talked about it earlier is like at an all time affordable level for the independent filmmaker. But mm-hmm. if we are to move in that direction, you know, if it becomes the norm, right. Can everybody shoot their movie in three D? Exactly. Do we go back style? to a world where there are gatekeepers because there are are just certain things that you don't have access to. I think it's unavoidable. The whole—I mean—to to talk about when we talked about CGI blood. Yeah. There was a time where CGI was so fucking expensive that nobody did it, and that's yep. why yeah. practical effects were there. Yep. And then it got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, and now we're pining for practical effects. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. I, and I feel like with with just a uh, you know access to making a movie, that same sort of pattern is going to happen. Yeah. For the same reasons, just as trends become popular mm-hmm. in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Boom. things come like r- records. No one wants them. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants them. I have more <laughs> records than I ever had yeah. CDs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who wants this crap? I'll take 10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll put it right true. next to my tin lunchbox. Yeah. I'm waiting it's for like my It's so laser. lame. They shot a blood cannon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the best thing to come out of today by far. Blood <laughs> cannon. That's just awesome. part of my lexicon moving forward. It's part of your word canon. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, why don't you guys p- plug all that stuff again for us now that we're... I think. How do you guys feel? You feel like you promoted the movie well enough? I don't know. You feel pretty <laughs> good about this? What time is it? How long are we allowed to hang out be, for? I mean, you guys can feel free, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I got nowhere to be. It's getting hot up here, so I didn't <laughs> know, I didn't know third if we were ready. How much, <laughs> okay. how much tape is on that laptop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. You know better. No, no. We'll let you wrap this up. I guess the Twitters are American Exorcist with an X. No. E. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram American Exorcist movie or American Exorcist American American Exorcist, Exorcist Instagram American mm-hmm. Exorcist movie dot com for the GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah. Right um, and I'm Tony Trove, and you can find me on Twitter. And this is Johnny Zito. You can find him 
way more on Twitter. I, I tweet and a Tony lot. Trope. And uh, check out our website, southfellini.com, for your for your Philadelphia All your wares, Johns. Whatever all Johns you need. All <laughs> of our Johns. Get your Johns. <laughs> now, do you guys go by Zito and Trove or Trove and Zito? Trove, Trove and Zito. Zito. <laughs> all right. Oh, you got me like a dickhead. <laughs> all right. I, I want to ask I, this. I, I write it so many times in that order because it's alphabetical. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's McCartney, always the you alphabet. Know? You can't mm-hmm. beat it. No, <laughs> you can't, can't beat, beat the, the alphabet, man. That's how John Lennon convinced Paul McCartney to uh, to go first. Yeah, huh? they went first. Lennon and McCartney. But we're, I don't we're, know, we're like Flo and Eddie. <laughs> 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 That's how they called themselves the Beatles. They couldn't come up with an A name, so they were like, oh, we'll go B. B. Mm-hmm. Mark Marks was taken. That on demand <laughs> yeah. here in the when 60s. we're done taping, I'll tell you our other names. <laughs> 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 we named the movie. <laughs> uh, what, what's uh, your Desert Island horror movie? What's the one that you take with you? I'll have to go home but this one movie. Oh, the Desert Island horror movie. What's the one? I got mine. I'm going to say Silence of the Lambs. Right. Oh, All I was right. not That's expecting great. that. That's yeah. a great choice. Yeah. That is a fantastic you know what? choice I think causing me to reconsider my choice. I was oh. going to say that also <laughs> goes down, I feel like, as not a horror, right? Like in my mind, I don't think of Silence of the Lambs as a horror movie. That's, just that's not where my brain goes. It's absolutely the scariest. It's so scary. And it definitely horror elements. It does. I mean, it holds the distinction of being like the horror movie that got Oscars. Right. You know? yeah. Right. right. That's yeah. The, that's the, so I guess uh, it is, but I think of that as like a police procedural yeah, thriller yeah. with horror and, elements. And it just, I think because of the award nominations, suddenly now we go like, oh, that's a prestigious picture. You know, and somehow it like comes out of the horror jo- you know what I mean well it's yeah like, like, uh, it's yeah. a horror movie well, it's, well then it can't be a real it's movie exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it's yeah. a Jodie Foster so it's <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. legit <laughs> <laughs> she was in Taxi Driver <laughs> that's, a, that's a great choice that's a fucking great that's choice really uh, I have an opposite choice I can go with Little Shop of Horrors my oh. favorite now are Excellent. we talking the Another 50s no, one no the, the 80s, 80s one. one I fucking love that movie uh, uh, I love the music I love the camp I love Bill Murray. it's funny Bill Murray's in it I the puppets great oh the puppets I love it I love everything about it I had the privilege of working with one of those puppets when oh, I shit. did a middle school production of that show nice. and we rented one of the like professional puppets That's you can get when they do it, it on, on Broadway. I think How so many? we rented Rick Moran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, glasses. <laughs> uh, and it required, I think, two operators. Wow. Uh, and then obviously somebody doing the voice separate from that. And I got to be the dentist. So that was actually a really cool, cool fun Steve thing Martin. to do. Yeah. That is like my favorite scene. I Just the idea of someone who's just like so fucking into the dentist. Oh, that man. That is so funny. And there There's is a, so it's funny. a great movie. It's oh, a great yeah. movie. There is a fantastic song that is not in the movie from the, the stage oh, version the stage of the musical lib. that the dentist gets that is so funny. Uh, it, it, I saw yeah, the play it's, once. It's, uh, uh, it, it's a great play. Uh, yeah. And it was so fucking cool to work with that big puppet. I'm serious, man. It was awesome. Uh, I'd imagine it was. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's it's a stage show, too. So it's like you are live in front of an audience with a big fucking puppet that people yeah. have to, like, operate properly and appropriately Practical for things effects. to... Yeah, it's, yeah. Man, it was awesome. Yeah. Tro- cool. Trove was actually Seymour for Halloween this year. Right? Yeah, it was Oh, Seymour. that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Man, what a great... Oh, that's such a distinct costume, actually, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I had a great puppet. Too. Yeah, that's I'd, awesome. Did you do one of the mini ones that you could have your hand yep, in and carry exactly around? Yeah, I that's had. awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you guys win anything? Yeah, we won the Geekadelphia uh, couples costume. My girlfriend oh, was. She uh, went as uh, Audrey. Audrey, yeah. Uh, Audrey won. Awesome. Audrey. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> had Audrey too <laughs> on your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 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 Uh, so, what are, you, what are your very picks? Good. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I, know mine. I know mine. You know what sucks? I, I'm like torn between two. I'm, I'm torn between and two, but I think I'm I know what go, I'm going to go. With. I, I bet we're torn between Probably the same two movies. Say at the same time. The Shining and the Thing? No, you press it. It was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Nope, the know. thing in the shining. I don't know. But then, then Halloween just popped in my head. Oh now my too. god! Fucking Halloween. Yeah. But I, feel uh, like I, I have to choose this thing. The shining is so epic. This I know. Shining is great. It's so good, but 
I really think I might have to go the thing. I have to choose the it's thing. It's like the fucking best it's movie. I know. Th- see, The Shining is like that. M- I think the sh- I always say The Shining is the closest I think I've ever seen someone come to making a perfect movie. In my opinion, that's like as close as anyone's gotten to doing a perfect Alien. movie. Alien that just popped. Alien's great. Too. That uh, is but I think good. The Thing is one of the most rewatchable, fun oh, horror yeah. movies that exist. I, I just le- and the practical. I mean, that is to me the the epitome of practical effects. That is the best anyone's ever done with practical effects for me. Mm. For me. Tra- trapped with a monster in the house. Yeah, it's a yeah. Classic setup. Fucking, and it I looks love like that your movie. friend. Ooh. Yeah, and, and you know whether it people like, like this or not, one of the things I think is fascinating about that movie. He's great at that movie. Oh, that scene. Yeah, that scene. The noose in the, the noose foreground. In the, oh, it's great. The noose. I'm all, in the better, now. I'm all better now. I'm all better. I'm all better. Actually, I this is. A, I'll just throw this out there. I saw a movie that had me horrified this last weekend. It's called The Nightmare. Oh, and yeah, I saw uh, your review of this. It's from the guy who did Room 237, mm-hmm. and it's just a, uh, he interviews eight different people who have night terrors. But sleep paralysis, Sleep paralysis right? type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's so many different things that, that run concurrent across all of their stories that are very macabre and specific that you start to wonder, like, maybe this isn't a mental thing where they're just having half a dream. Maybe there's this other netherworld of shadow people that torture these certain folk. Mm-hmm. It is fucking terrifying, and it's a documentary. There were two solid jump scares. One was the one where I, I like yelled at the computer and <laughs> pulled my headphones out because I couldn't handle another one <laughs> in the world. And then after the second one happened, the lights were on. It was great. Uh, highly, highly recommend yeah. that. I'll have to check uh, that. I, I feel like you guys would like it. Yeah, it's, totally. It's haven't very, heard of very it. scary. That sounds great. The recreations of the nightmares are very That's uh, horrifying. Cause yeah, I, creepy. All right, I'm. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to get away from it for a second. Um, one time I saw like this BuzzFeed list. It was like scariest like things on Reddit, and it was a guy talking about. Um, it was like scariest things your kids ever said. Oh, I've seen and those. And this guy mm-hmm. said, "My," he goes, "When I was a kid, I used to have these these nightmares that these guys used to like live in my house, and they would do all these like torture me. And every night, I just couldn't fall asleep, and I have the same. These guys were. It was just like it picked right up, and it went on for years. And he's describing it, and it happened in this house. And then he's like, he said, um, and it tortured me for years. He said, fast forward, I have a ch- I'm a father now, and I have a son. And my son tell one day, my son tells me that he has met." Um, Alex and he knows you, Dad. And he says, "I know." And you're he, giving he, me chills right I now. Know, and it's like he, and up he my said spine. he used to beat you up. And he said, like he, he said, it, all the blood just fell out of me. And he said, because you tell Alex that I'm, uh, I'm not afraid of it. It's something, it was oh, like something wow. like that. Holy and shit! I, like, so I read this BuzzFeed thing. I was like, holy shit! This is the That's scariest thing I've horrifying. ever fucking read. And then I found his name, his user account, and that he made these giant posts. Just t- like people. Like found him as well, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Tell us everything." <laughs> and he goes we on and know. on and tells like these giant, long, these really long stories about it, and the very the specific details that his son describes that he knows the same the same world. It scared the shit I'm out of me. And I contacted him. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. I was like, "What is up?" And, and he said, "Oh yeah, because like I've had these problems. I think he had other mental problems too." Mm-hmm. As I talked to him and. Not that he sounded crazy, but it sounded like he just had other yeah. things that I was like, like oh, there's more going on, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it scared the shit out of me, and it sounded just like that, what you're describing. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, the people in this like, movie are similar, where a couple of them, I'm like, well, it looks like you might have some other problems. troubles. Yeah. But then a couple of the people, it was like, oh, that's like my neighbor. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just a regular, regular dude. It's just and weird. It's it's and very any weird. kind of shared experience like that is yeah is very very and strange. Their descriptions are so specifically yeah. linked, and it's very odd. Mm. Oh, and I like I I want to be I want to believe I want to be a skeptic, 
but I, I just don't know. I'm it's always crazy. saying no. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And then I'll be like, <gasps> yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> well, you know what the worst Classic part skeptic. is? They reach a point where the people are like, I used, I stopped getting the nightmares, but then once I started talking about it, they came back. Uh, so oh. it's like, oh, well, now that you brought it up, it's going to Slenderman me. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it was... Don't talk about the Greys. Night, the Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, don't talk about the Greys. <laughs> I've been going back through the X-Files recently. And, uh, <laughs> Greys make a... I mean, they might as well be the other Mulder Scully and the Greys. They're, they're in like <laughs> every episode. Greys. Yeah. <laughs> mm, All right, so that's everybody's, that's everybody's Desert Island Horror, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, should, we, should we plug our stuff and then uh, give, give these guys one last opportunity if they want it to, to plug away? Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary yes, of movie, 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 Live. Movie, Live, our so game show. So, Mocha on July 9th, mm-hmm. come out. We have a celebrity panel. We have Brian a- Brian Anthony Wilson from The Wire. From The Wire. He beat we up Bubs in the first season, you guys. He beat Bubs up like a dick. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, fantastic guy. If there's a movie that was in Philadelphia, he was probably in it. Yep. He probably played a cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, he's going to two. be there. Uh, we've got Tommy Avalone, the yes. uh, director of the uh, documentary I Am Santa Claus. Yep. Uh, which I believe uh, is still available on Netflix. I think I just yes, looked that up Yes, it is available yep. on Netflix. And uh, Dan Angelucci, director, creator of Golden Thrones. Golden Thrones, which, which you is look amazing. up on YouTube. It's a fantastic uh, uh, YouTube video, series. All that stuff. Yep, introducing Carrot, which I was the the, the voice for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very funny video. The, the Bold Knot, which <laughs> yes, your cat yes. was the star and I was indeed, the voice indeed. for. Please. Uh, yeah, uh, so please come out Thursday, July 9th. Uh, it's our, our first sort of star-studded panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're calling it Director cut edition we're going to be doing uh, uh, something pretty unique with uh, the theme and format this month i think so it's mm-hmm. going to be fun it's going to be cool uh and uh, you can find me on twitter at philadelphia that's with an f uh you can find me pretty much everywhere at that uh, i'm on twitter that way i'm on uh, letterboxd please look up my letterboxd reviews that way uh in fact i just rewatched big trouble in little china after the uh announcement of, uh, of a remake and uh that movie fucking holds up so it's a great flick check that out it's on netflix right now uh, uh, i'm on twitter at dan scully I'm on everything at Dan Scully. Yeah. I, got, I got my name. I Tell them about your blog. Very, very you write quick. for Cinadelphia. Cinadelphia.com uh, for regular film stuff. I just put up a review of Max today. Do oh not boy. recommend. Uh, put up a review of The Overnight. Do recommend. Yes. And I, I put my um, review up of that today, too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a It's, it's a, a cool delicate place. dick dance is what I, <laughs> I labeled that movie. And, uh, the, other the dicks? I, not I, delicate. I said a delicate dick dance. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yep. Highly recommend. And uh, regretfulmorning.com for articles and listicles uh, from me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah and you can find the shit. show on facebook.com slash I like to movie. That's with the number two. You can find us on Twitter at I like to movie. Uh, and maybe forthcoming website. I don't know. It's something mm-hmm. we're looking into and working out. I just followed both of you. Hey, awesome. Hey. Fantastic. <laughs> I follow and back, oh, y'all. <laughs> hey, uh, look us up on iTunes. Give us a five star rating. I actually checked. We'll do give this. Give us next an honest rating. Yeah, give us an honest give rating, actually. Yeah, an honest rating. Yeah, rating. An honest rating. And I we just hope that it's We have stars. some finally, Dan. We can look at those uh, next episode, actually. <laughs> I, just, I, I, t- I checked in on iTunes. We got a couple reviews finally. Right so we'll check in on those next episode. You guys can hear us talk about you on the podcast. So, if you want to hear us talk about you on the podcast, jump on iTunes, find I Like to Movie Movie, and rate us and leave us I a comment. I want to throw this out there. I put something up on Twitter. Yes. Um, we discovered we have overseas listeners. We have quite a if few international listeners. If you are not from listeners. America, please contact yes. us. Yes. Because I want to do a, ca- <laughs> I want to do a call in with you and yeah. talk about uh, release dates because we are no oh. longer the main market for movie releases That's in America. Right. We're the secondary market, and I want to talk about it with someone who's seen it firsthand. So, yes. please, if you are from another country and you speak English, which I hope you do, because you help talk on the podcast. If you help Jurassic World make a billion dollars in one weekend, please call us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's all I got. Okay, yeah, we have nothing else. You guys, plug. anything else to plug? You guys feel like you're good? Uh, American Exorcist. American is what Exorcist. The movie is called. Uh, look for it next Halloween, right? Correct. That's yeah. that's when people should start looking for it. I get. You but know you what? can reserve we'll your copy be, now. We'll reserve your copy now. Do it on their on their website, AmericanExorcistMovie.com. Please come back on the show before then. We'll be on the show before the movie yes, comes out. We would so. love to uh, <laughs> help you guys promote the VOD release when, when you guys are getting close Great. to that. I think that would be fun. Please and thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Come be on the live show at some point. That would actually be fun as well. We're trying to get more filmmakers involved in what we do. So we're not good on pressure. <laughs> uh, clearly, you, you clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fine here. Uh, so, listen, we're gonna end the show the same way we end the show every week, uh, every two weeks when we do it. Whatever, fuck. Uh, so, uh, just follow along. You guys will pick this up yeah, as we do it. it. It's pretty easy. Uh, so, uh, my name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. My name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie movie. My name is Tony Trove, and I like to movie movie. My name is Johnny Zito, <laughs> and I like to movie movie. <laughs> oh, and yes. We all know <laughs> that you, you like, like to movie movie, movie because we like to movie movie. 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 movie.